1: You are completely outnumbered here. Are you nuts? You want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. Because I just wrote a song about how I'm going to kick all your butts.
0: Stop him before he starts singing. In the darkest. right uh, uh, the Welcome
1: uh, uh, yeah! <Idiot> <And Batman>,
0: yeah! <inaudible> like to Dearly Debated, the show where you're entitled to your opinion, even if it's wrong. I'm your host, na 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 Nathaniel Levinson. And I am Greg. Where's
1: Harvey, friends?
0: <laughs> and I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Jason Daniels. <laughs> Excellent. So, as you might have uh, anticipated, uh, we've got a, a we've chosen our topic for the day. Uh, but before we get into that, I actually once again lightning struck. I was in Pennsylvania, and uh, when I got back, this was on my desk. It's a memo from an alternate dimension.
1: Oh wow! <clears throat> nice. Let's hear that. So, this is
0: what's been happening in an alternate dimension. Peace was officially declared in the Middle East as all parties found common ground in their love of Backstreet Boys. Noted philanthropist Mahmoud Ahmadinejad said, Our discussion was getting heated when Netanyahu's phone went off and his ringtone was, I want it that way. We all agreed there's no way we could hate people with such great taste in music. A 24-hour rave was held in celebration. George Lucas was knighted for his work on the Disney Star Wars trilogy. After a rocky start, Lucas created the Peerless Prequel trilogy, which most people remember for the lovable Darth Jar Jar. The sequel trilogy somehow surpasses those films in every aspect. Ebert called this called them a flawless cinematic masterpiece. Of particular note was the middle movie directed by blue-haired wonder Robert Prinz. The first Sith astounded viewers by its... Uh, wow, well, whoever in the Ultimate Dimension wrote this has terrible handwriting. Sorry. The first Sith astounded viewers with its cohesiveness and high quality. So there you go. Uh, well, right. you're welcome, Greg, from a different dimension. He goes by Robert. Oh, he's...
1: His name is (laughs) Varg. All
0: right, so today we are talking about... We're going to
1: talk about (laughs) Batman.
0: Ah, so good. All right, we're talking about... The one and the only, probably, probably the best superhero ever created. He is an uh, excellent superhero. He might the be the Batman. I am the Batman. I am the knight. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna turn it over to uh, Jason Daniel, who is our comics expert and also our moderator,
1: specifically Batman expert. Actually, yes, also yeah.
0: also the Batman expert.
2: Yeah, um, if you guys have listened to previous episodes, you may have noticed that two out of my top five movies were Batman movies. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, another one was a Spider-Man movie. We'll get into that later. Uh, but I figured we could start off just really quickly, um, just talking about the history of Batman. 80 years old as of last year. Oh, <laughs> I was happy teach you this birthday, lesson, old man! So, um, the character originally debuted, um, created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger back in 1939. Um, shortly thereafter, uh, they introduced things like the utility belt, batarangs. Robin debuted a couple issues later, and uh, well. Batman debuted in Detective Comics 27, by 38 they had Robin, spun off into a solo series, Joker and Catwoman appeared in the first Batman comic, and all that happened really, really quickly. It just mm. kind of took the world by storm. You know, and from there on out, the character was, at that point the character was kind of dark and gritty like we see him today, he actually carried a gun uh, to oh, begin wow. with, um, a lot of his enemies were Angry, killed man. by him or died, um, pretty quickly, <laughs>
0: um, well, I remember we talked about the, the very, very first edition the first uh, Batman. Was it the first Batman was the Detective Comics one where uh-huh. he's, he's Hugo Strange makes a bunch of hulking monstrosity, and so Batman kills all of them. It's like it's better for them to die than to live like that.
2: Yeah, it's one of the early stories. Uh, there's one where he like hangs a guy from
0: the Batplane yeah, or a monster Batman, from the Batplane. Yeah, I mean, um, he's like, well, it is what it is. I just okay. So I remember. So I was going through all the. I decided, oh, I'll, I'm gonna start reading Batman from Batman number one, mm-hmm. and I, it was fun. It's it, just like the just how comics were in the 40s, and you know, Batman's it, very pulpy, very verbose, yeah, very wordy. Uh, lots of ridiculous things happening, and lots of shock of them going ah, and then sh- sh- spewing exposition. Uh, <laughs> well, that's why Robin was actually created; is uh,
2: they needed. Batman needed a Watson to explain all of this detective stuff to <laughs> and what all was going on off panel, all of those great things. Um, but yeah, it was really dark to begin with. The Joker was basically like a gangster, but Batman kind of just fought like colorful gangsters is kind of how
0: it yeah. worked. Mm-hmm. I, I also appreciate how um, in, in The Dark Knight, Heath Ledger's Joker actually references the original Joker he had a very specific laugh. He would laugh, ha ha, he he, ho ho. Yep. yeah. And so there ha. is a scene. where he's like a scene ha, ha, he walks in. He, he, it's, the ho, yeah, it's the first time you see him.
1: Yes, first time you see him. Ha ha, he and he. Whole, and I thought my jokes were bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just, I just remember. I, I don't remember. It was maybe like the almost a hundred in, and there was like this, um, like a PSA announcement telling kids to not do crime, and it was an entire page of just single. Single line spaced text. Just a wall of text of Robin and Batman being like, Listen up, kids. Don't do drugs and go out and be criminals. They're going to get what they deserve. And da da da. And I was just like, uh, Okay. So, so
2: part of that was um, the character, like I said, started out really dark. Um, when Robin was introduced, is when they kind of started softening him out and making it more of, like, a traditional superhero. And that kept going until 1954. There was a book published called Seduction of the Innocent, basically blamed comic books for all things right. evil okay. in the world.
1: That was when? 19- I have
2: a book about that book called The Tencent Plague. Yes, <laughs> which I haven't read yet. So, uh, but basically that led to the formation of the Comics Code Authority, and that's why 1950s, 1960s Batman went from just being kind of silly comic stuff to like there was barely any violence like everything had to kind of go through this comics code thing everybody was afraid of the comics code authority denouncing them they wouldn't be able to sell their books anymore and batman kind of went into this realm of sci-fi so some of the stuff i think you were talking about right before the show where he starts fighting aliens traveling through time as page-long psa announcements about don't do drugs kids you know all that kind (laughs) of stuff (laughs) So that kept going. That's when we got, like, Batmite, Ace the Bat-Hound. We introduced Batman and Batgirl, not the one you're thinking of. <laughs> um, and all this continues on all the way through the 50s. The characters kind of dying. In 1964, they just try and take a swing back towards the detective stuff, but it's too little, too late. And the only thing that really saved Batman coming at that point was they said, well, let's make a TV show. And so then you got Batman 66, which we did the theme song for uh, just a minute ago. And that's when you kind of, the ca- popularity of the character, that show, even though it was kind of campy and fun and kind of ridiculous 60s TV, is what saved the character, kept the comics from getting canceled, and then kind of helped it survive until 19, the 1970s when they were able to just kind of go back into those darker detective
0: stories. Yeah. And that so, was. So basically, what you're saying is it started out. Little gritty, you know, Batman running around. Don't make me kick you. Comic Code Authority yeah. comes in and they're like, "This is getting out of hand." Exactly. Is this gun? And then they're like, "Okay, you gotta, you gotta chill out." Comics are like, "Don't lecture me, Obi Wan." And uh, <laughs> and uh, Comics Code Authority. Don't try it.
1: It's not the Jedi way. You should only be able to speak in uh, memes from Star Wars for this part. There <laughs> <And, laughs> yeah
0: and And uh, so you know, it gets it gets a little. Uh, it's a little kind of He's too dangerous to be dangerous. Kinda of chill they chill out a mm-hmm. little, they chill out a little bit, and then uh and then finally they they bring it back and
1: I killed them all. Every single one of them. They're like animals. And I slaughtered them like <laughs> animals.
2: That's more like uh more like the Joker maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. never he Just never quite gets, gets back to that killing
0: level yeah, it yeah. at least not until i, I just 80s. remember my favorite one which when i i read it i had to go back and read it to make sure i actually read it correctly and then i had to look up that it was a real thing and that i didn't hallucinate it mm-hmm. so the joker is like oh i'm gonna make batman slip up in a way that that you know i'm gonna i'm gonna um make him look bad on in the public newspaper in the public eye except the way he phrases it he says i'm gonna make batman commit a boner yep and so the entire thing is about Batman's boner. And it's like, and then the Joker messes up, and so the, the newspaper in the comic prints the thing about Joker's big boner, and he's like, "What my boner? No, it should be Batman's boner." I'm like, "Is this happening?
1: When, when was yeah. that? Oh, like the '50s? Yeah. I'm like,
0: Oh my, Gosh. God. what a time to be alive! Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah, the infamous boner issue. But... Oh, it was a boner issue. Yeah. Oh, it was uh, it was excellent." <laughs> Also, Joker's uh, Joker's plans were always just the most ridiculous things. You're like, how are you profiting from this? <laughs> like, literally, one he he um there was one he he there was doing. They were like harmless pranks, but somehow they led to him to accomplishing something. I think he like stole everyone's telephones or or he did something super innocuous, and somehow it was part of a bigger plan that actually profited him. So everyone was just like, yeah, whatever. We don't need. He stole buttons. I don't remember. I don't remember what it was. But he was stealing <laughs> well, something like stole super easy. He was, buttons doing, he was doing like the most low-key crime. And somehow it became, somehow it was some bigger scheme. And I was like, dude, well, I don't understand why you need to do this small crime first. Well, <laughs> one
2: of the you know most famous Joker stories is actually called The Laughing Fish. And he makes uh, smiling fish. Mm. And then he tries to patent them and sell them. He gets really upset when he can't do that. (laughs) And that was, I believe that was in the 70s. So that was when they were trying to bring it back to more serious stuff. But yeah, the Joker is always crazy. crazy. But from the 70s, it kind of kept going with the darker, um, more detective-style Batman again. You had art writers like uh, Denny O'Neill, artists like Neil Adams that were kind of bringing it back. Kind of forming the Batman that we see today. And that kind of kept going. Um, The sales were starting to slack off again until the 1980s when frank miller released the dark knight returns uh which is has been made into an animated movie but it's basically considered one of the top probably one of the top two graphic novels of all time with uh, watchmen up there as well really reinvented the character kind of brought out all of those darker elements you get to see an old man batman fight superman really cool stuff and then that just kind of continued uh, frank miller did year one which i think is probably the best origin mm-hmm. story for batman they also made a movie about that mm-hmm. uh and it just kind of kept getting darker. 1988, they did Death of the Family, killed off uh, Jason Todd's Robin. They also did The Killing Joke, Crippled Barbara Gordon. That's a really dark Batman story, but a great Joker origin. And then from there on out, we start getting into the multimedia. The next year, 1989, the first Batman movie comes out. Uh, well, the first 1980s Batman movie. There was the 1966 Batman movie. Which is the best one. Yeah, well, I mean, you. <laughs> some days you just can't <laughs> get rid of a bomb. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> what a
0: good a good movie. I mean if you and the thing was when I watched that I thought it was just, oh, Adam West just played him super campy, But then I went back and read the comics. I was like, no no no, he's playing it exactly like it mm-hmm. is in the comics. <laughs> <Yep>. The Bowler! <laughs> Batman! And the, and uh uh what is it? Burgess Meredith is the penguin.
2: Wah, 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 wah.
0: Yes, fantastic and the Riddler has to I, but my favorite part about that is the Riddler will give them riddles, right? hmm And they'll say it, and then Robin will instantly solve it. Like you know, any time to think about it. They don't give you any time to, to say, wow, that's a... Th-. Robert just in- instantly, instantly. And, and some of them are Damn like, what right goes back. up white and comes down yellow and white? And A, okay, fine. Then. What weighs three ounces, lives in a t- tree, and is extremely dangerous? A sparrow with a machine gun. Oh, yeah, why did I think of that? And I don't even remember yep. how that clue helped them.
2: Well, the great <laughs> the great thing is there's not really any logic to how they deduce it. Because they'll give them, like, three clues. They'll go through that spiel, and they're like, well, he's obviously, you know at the Gotham Chemical Factory hatching right, right. <laughs> a plan right now we need to they, go stop it did you hear the wind in
1: the background yeah. let's go east audio clarify there's a duck in the background telling us where he is Fantastic.
0: Uh, oh. so I, that's, that's my favorite Batman movie I mean I don't think it's the best Batman movie but it's my favorite it's the one I was like okay you, you can only watch one Batman movie for the rest of your life I'm taking that one sorry Dark yep. Knight I love the Dark Knight but I love that Batman movie.
2: It is a lot. I've never even
1: seen it. It's like and,
2: oh, it's everything that's great about the 1966 TV show. It, it just really is crammed into like an hour and a half.
0: <laughs> and uh, oh, I love that Lego Batman movie of references. And that really one weird time in 1966 is <laughs> just Adam West like dancing in his bat suit. Yeah. But um, the the I'm going to spoil this movie a little bit. So the plot of the movie is, it's like the, the Joker, the Penguin, the Riddler, Catwoman, Catwoman, and uh, Two Face. No, that might have just been them. Two Face was actually never in the nineteen sixty six Batman. Yeah, oh, wow. but he. So their their whole plan is they they come up with this machine that can dehydrate people, and so first of all, they use it to to invade the Batcave as they hang in like. They, anyways, i just get that part. Their whole plan is they steal they they kidnap the entire UN <laughs> by dehydrating them and putting them in these little vials, and then. Batman and Robin rescue them and then spill, like, break all the vials. And so they, like, sweep them up and put them back. And then when they reconstitute everyone, first of all, they have the, the reconstitution happens. They got, like, test tubes on um, ring stands, so giant metal rods. And then the people just appear. The metal rod didn't go anywhere. So those people all <laughs> have metal rods in their butts now. Sorry. Sorry <laughs> I mean, it, it is the UN. It is the UN. <laughs> but everyone's speaking a different language. And he's like, and Batman's like, Robin, what we may have done here today may have been the single greatest. Uh, advance in peace ever. I'm like, but they still don't understand each other. (laughs) That's the whole point. And if you listen to them, they're literally all talking about world peace and they're literally just saying, world peace. Like, they're not saying anything. They're just saying, world peace, world peace, world peace, world peace in different languages. You're like, is this what happens at the UN? (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
2: good meeting. See you later. All right,
0: world peace, world peace. (laughs) The other
2: great (laughs) thing is, like, even when the villains are coming in, they're just sitting there arguing pretty much completely ignoring them the whole time until they're
0: all yeah. dehydrated it's it's uh, well, you know world yeah. peace what else is there also uh ethan uh, my brother ethan mentioned that i should probably say that almost all of these uh sound clips thunder against me! are from uh the youtube poop darth sand trilogy which is fantastic and you should go see it No. <laughs> No, it's because I'm so in love with you.
1: <laughs> that's that one has
0: no. <laughs> Those are actually, I mean, I took them from that clip, but that's actually. Universal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a great, great YouTube. Uh, it, it, it,
1: it really is.
0: But yeah, the, so so I think 1966 Batman might have been the first Batman I've ever saw.
2: Okay, and that was actually. Um, well, I'll get back to that in just one second. Uh, moving back, just. Finishing out our timeline really quick, we had 1989 Batman, really great. Actually, really, kind of, the popularity of the character, like, intensely multiplied Mm -hmm, after that, mm -hmm. which led into Mm -hmm. um, Batman the Animated Series, which we'll get into talking about. uh, Kind of the definitive voices for Batman the Joker, some really great stuff there. Um, And then, it's kind of quiet multimedia-wise until 2005, when the Nolan Trilogy kicks off, Mm -hmm. and we'll talk about that. And then 2016, we ended up with Batman v. Superman. We can get to talk about Batfleck a little bit. Um, Greg's making a really excited face. You need to talk about um, Batfleck. Batfleck. <laughs> and then, of course, we already talked about the Lego Batman movie in 2017. And, you know, there's future plans as well. A lot of other animated series in there. But um, he's, te- he's technically in Young Justice, too. Yeah. The character that's existed in a lot of different ways. You know, mm-hmm. from the mm-hmm. campy and the silly with the 66 to the Lego and... All the way up till, uh, you know, wanting to murder people or hanging them from his airplane, and, you know, all kinds of great stuff. So,
1: <laughs> but, um, it's a, my, it's a great guy. Yeah,
2: it's a great guy. So, one of my uh, first questions was, What was your first experience with Batman? And you were talking about it being the 1960s TV
1: show. I'm pretty TV sure show. it was the,
0: the TV show. Mm-hmm. That was my first experience with Batman.
1: Really? You, I you think didn't so. grow up in the, with the 90s? one? I mean, I did,
0: but because my dad watched the, because he would watch, um, not Boomerang, um,
1: Yeah, it was on Boomerang. No, no, no. There was uh, a
0: there was the TV channel that specifically played older TV TV shows. Uh, Yeah, TV Land. So my dad would watch TV Land all the time. So you know, I grew up on like uh, Rifleman and Bonanza and uh, Andy Griffith's show and Mm -hmm. uh, and and
1: Batman. (laughs) Yeah, Adam West Batman, the the real Batman. (laughs) (laughs) My first experience was with like honestly was I don't even know if it was with like through media. I probably I probably had toys and like Mm -hmm. and played trying to think if there was a a video game i played i had a batman t-shirt that i loved yeah it's kind of weird um but it was definitely as far as whatever media i was consuming batman through first was definitely the the 90s tv show which you know theme song still in my head in my opinion still the best depiction of batman my at least my favorite depiction of batman i should say um yeah those were like that that whole series is amazing Yeah. yeah and i'm i'm right along the same lines uh
2: i had uh my dad was a youth pastor, and there was a guy in the um, youth group at the time. I was, you know, a little kid, but I would come, go along on these trips, and he was really into Batman, but he would, like, give me the toys and stuff. He talked to me about it, but the first time I really got into it was just Saturday mornings watching uh, Batman the Animated Series on uh, Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm.
0: So mm-hmm. Kids WB? Yeah. yeah, because that was, was legit. Awesome. It was really good stuff. Yeah. Okay.
2: So uh, I figured we can, like you were saying, kind of talk a little bit about each incarnation we had uh we talked a little bit about batman 66 which which can
0: i just say um first of all uh adam west comes back as the voice of several characters in in batman themed things but Mm -hmm. in the fairly odd parents he plays (laughs) Catman. yes who is like you know was a and they almost did this in the anime series with the Great Ghost, yeah, was but this a was like star. super goofy, where he was a TV star. And he played Catman, and now he thinks he's catman, <laughs> and so he's just running around being Catman, wearing the costume and just being ridiculous, but it's voiced by Adam West. and mm. I love that Adam West had that sense of humor to be like, I was this icon, and I don't have to take myself seriously. Look, here's all these things making fun of that icon. I'm gonna go along with that, <laughs> yeah and um. Rest like you said, he,
2: he did return as the Gray Ghost. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually, I think he voiced the mayor in another Batman cartoon. I think it was the Batman. Um, but he came back. He would, basically anytime they would ask him to do voice work, he'd come back and yeah. uh, and do a special guest appearance or play a character. And he was in uh, in the Fairly Odd Appearance, He was TV's Adam West. Yes, that's he, what they yeah, refer to him every time. He was
0: TV's Adam West. Wow. <laughs> uh, that's fairly great. Odd is great. Anyways, yeah. we're not talking about the Fairly Odd let we're talking
2: about Batman. Yeah, Batman 66 uh, basically pretty much introduced the mainstream
0: audience mm-hmm. to the character. Mm-hmm. And it was, obviously, it was a very accessible show. It's just mm-hmm. like, you can sit down and enjoy it and it's silly. Mm-hmm. You know, it was reliable you could watch it the next week, same bad time, same yeah, bad same channel. Yeah, same bad time, same bad channel. You gotta... And it, you know, brought in the little do 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 and the little spinny thing, the spinny transitions and... Did a lot of stuff that's that you'll see in television mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot today, and that Batmobile. That's one of the I like that Batmobile with mm-hmm. the crazy turbine thing. And we're thinking about a different Batmobile. No, it, no was, that, it was it was that one.
2: It was the red and black yeah. one. Uh, yeah. Open open top. It was and, like
0: a, I remember reading an article because Jay Leno apparently has one, and it yeah. had some sort of weird like rotary engine, and it idles at twenty two thousand RPM. <laughs> <laughs> But it has a jet turbo. Yeah, but it, like, it literally has a jet engine in it. <laughs> <laughs> and it, 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 they did a really good job picking a car that looked very distinct so that people would be like, oh, that's the Batmobile. It was a very distinctive car, unlike um, like James Bond would always drive, you know, like BMWs and Audis and, and things that were lay cars and that just happened to have missile launches in them yeah. <laughs> and injector seats. But they picked a very distinct, they did a good job. They found a car that basically no one bought. It, it did not sell well, mm-hmm. and so it became the Batmobile. Like, nobody knows it as oh, that one car, it's the Batmobile. I uh, did a good job with that.
2: Anything else to say on '66 Batman?
0: Uh, Sister Romano refused to shave his mustache. That is so you fantastic. can see his clown makeup painted over his mustache that he refused to shave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They actually, uh, a couple
2: years ago, they did a 1966, like, Lego Batman set. It was, like, for adult collectors. It was the mansion with the Batcave underneath, and they include him. And you can actually see, a little... like, a painted-on mustache
0: <laughs> on the minifigure. I thought that was, like, one of the best details. It's it's pretty good. They, and, I mean, he's a he's a good Joker. He's fun. He's manic. All the all the actors, obviously, again, it's very campy, but all the actors did a good job defining their characters. And you could tell um, they were really enjoying... Oh yeah. And oh yeah! again a lot of the cast
2: uh Burt Ward will come back and do stuff he yeah. actually just did a cameo in uh the WB's Infinite Crisis thing oh cool recently uh Julie Newmar would come back and do Catwoman and stuff they actually a few years ago before Adam West passed away they did two animated movies with him Burt Ward and Julie Newmar where it was uh Batman Return of the Cape Crusaders set in the same thing and then uh they did one I'm trying to remember the title of it, it was Batman and Two Face. Basically, yeah. they introduced like a 1966 version of Two Face. Yeah,
0: and I, I I feel like the the closest that Batman's come back to the spirit of the 66 Batman, other than Lego movie, mm-hmm. was uh, Batman the Brave and the Bold, I was which really ready to go was yeah. it re- really was a love letter to all of Batman and and DC in general. But it's it it kind of embraces that campiness, that goofiness. Yep. I enjoyed Batman the Brave and the Bold quite a bit.
2: It was basically a Kind of a love letter to that 60s time period, those 50s stories, and all of the DC Universe as well. You could see him teaming up with modern, old characters, but all in that like sci-fi, pulpy, campy style. Yeah,
0: And, and it, it was
2: outrageous!
0: <laughs> outrageous! And, it, and everyone had a cold open that was its own like very short, couple-minute mini-story, which I appreciated. That wasn't yeah. connected to the episode at all. And
2: then, uh, well, how about the 89 Batman movie?
0: I don't know that I've seen that. Okay, that's the, Wait, which okay? So I get all the the Batman movies between '66 and the one confused. I've seen mm-hmm. the one with Bane. Okay, and I thought it was really dumb. Yeah, that is. <laughs> I, that I don't is think I saw the one with opinion. Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Okay, I actually only
2: watched that just recently, um, which is shameful as a Batman fan. I've owned it for years, but uh, it was really great. Greg, did you ever see uh, uh, '89 I, Batman?
1: No, I, I, saw, I saw the one with um, Schwarzenegger as Mister Freeze. Is that, is that, that was the, yeah, one right. the one with Bane, right? Yeah, that okay, one was yeah. not good. Yeah, yeah. that was, <laughs> it, that was <laughs> the that worst one of all. That, of them. that was I was nipples, hoping right? we wouldn't talk a ton about it just because I was like, yeah. that movie's not very good. Well, don't have model this. <laughs> Yeah, we that won't... was that was Bat
0: nipples, right? Yep. Yeah.
2: Well, Bat nipples actually which... debuted in the one before that, which Wait, was so Batman which... and Robin.
0: Okay, and this one was Bat. That was so that bat... was Batman Forever. Yes, Batman. Forever. excuse me,
2: Batman Forever debuted the Bat nipples and Robin, and then Batman and Robin was the terrible final one.
0: Okay, so that's the one I've seen, the really bad one, and I was like. What is happening? And then later, it confused me a lot, because when they were like, oh, Bane's coming in for Dark Knight Rises, and I, you know, looked up the character of Bane, I was like, he was that screamy guy in Batman Forever, or whichever one I watched, right? <laughs> and it's like, oh, Bat- you know, Bane is a genius, and and also Hispanic. I was like, that wasn't the Bane I saw, how did they get that so wrong? It's yeah. <laughs> like, well, well, here, are- here are Bane's traits. He's roided up, he's incredibly intelligent. And he's Hispanic. And they're like, well, one out of three ain't bad, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, and that movie, it's
2: like, it was basically like, let's sell all the action figures we can. Because yeah. they had Batman, Robin, they introduced Batgirl, mm-hmm. they had Poison Ivy, they had oh Mr. God, Freeze, everybody. they had Riddleyer. Bane. Everyone is here. Batman got a second suit to fight Mr. <laughs> Freeze, you know, so they could sell more toys. Cool was- off. Um, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> well, and I used to see
0: you. It's <laughs> not the, the worst
2: thing. Things about that is that was Mister Freeze up until Batman the Animated Series, right? They're doing right. the ice puns, just not really right. having much of a character. Yeah, we don't need to talk about too much about the <laughs> okay. Ed, further ones, but what, it started so out really was was strong Keaton with
0: Batman, or was yeah,
2: that Batman '89? Was Keaton Batman? Keaton. He came back for um, Batman Returns, which mm-hmm. was the one with Catwoman and the Penguin. Okay, and then. I'm trying to think. The was Keaton, for... was Keaton
0: still Batman for the one with Bane? which no, it, which was, was Batman I and, believe and
2: Robin. That was Clooney. It's my oh, okay. yeah, That's I've seen okay. the Clooney
0: one. one. Okay, yeah.
2: And I'm trying to remember who is it was Keaton, Keaton, and then somebody
0: else and then Clooney. I so I saw. Was, I managed to see out of the four, I managed to see the worst one. Go me.
2: It's been a long time since I've seen uh, the rest of them, but mm-hmm. um, '89 is really good. Uh, basically, you know, it's directed by tim burton kind of introduces you to the character of batman does an origin story for the joker it's kind of its own thing but and it's jack nicholson's Joker. Yeah, a ridiculous nicholson's gun. joker and um, joker's boner he was uh, a <laughs> he's a character named jack napier he's basically a gangster mm-hmm. becomes the joker over the course of the film but it kind of builds off of some of that darker stuff that they were doing you mm-hmm. know dark knight returns all that kind of stuff and basically takes all those preconceived notions about batman being adam west and basically only being able to be a comedic character and throws him out the window for the mainstream uh, mainstream audience. Right. Kind of preps them to be ready for the rest of... But yeah, Keaton does a really great job. Nicholson does a really good job. Um, if you're not going to watch any of the rest of them, I'd say go back and check out Keaton's Batman because he may be coming back
0: in future Batman movies apparently oh. now. Did, did you see um, Birdman? I have not seen Birdman. So Birdman is Michael Keaton... It, it, it basically implying that he's he's gone through the same arc, like his character mm-hmm. has gone through the same arc. He was this this famous superhero in these old movies called Birdman, and then he's kind of washed up now, trying to run a theater. Edward Norton's in it. It was a really weird movie, and it was filmed. It's not
1: actually a single yeah, shot, yeah. but it's filmed first, as yeah, a single shot. No, <laughs> Sorry, also, come again? I watched the first half of it and I got exhausted. And <laughs>
0: it was actually good. Yeah, it was it was, right. it was very weird. And Zach Galifianakis, was I actually enjoyed him in that. So I usually i usually don't enjoy the characters that he plays, but he was actually really really good in that. How did you feel about him as the Joker?
2: Oh oh that
0: okay, so that was great. <laughs> He's a great voice. So, He's a great yeah. voice actor.
2: Yeah, and then uh, of course Michael Keaton plays a Birdman and then he and then gets he plays cast the as evil Birdman in the Spider Man movies. Bird and he does a great man. job. He's one of
0: their best
1: villains. Yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, he's they a good do. villain. Though. Even, even though, though the vultures like such a low tier villain. Yeah, he... well, Batman. I mean, I feel like the two Spider-Man, the new ones, been well done. Yeah, with, yeah. with... oh yeah, yeah. characters. Uh, yeah, I thought they, they haven't really even used big names uh, like Venom or Green
0: for, save, save it for the Spider-Man. Save it for the Spider-Man episode. Well, I'll do. yeah.
2: So, um, but I think the main thing is with. 89. It is pretty great. Go back and I'd recommend going back and watching it. Is it, it's on, a lot the, of fun. Is it on DC
0: Universe?
2: Uh, it is. I believe I watched it on DC Universe. Okay. It may not be now. It may be on HBO. Hobo they keep, Max? They keep, keep
0: I think, swapping I think content out of there. I'm pretty sure they're going to shut down DC Universe and just switch over to Hobo Max, but we'll see. I think
2: they may end up combining them, because I don't think HBO Max wants all the comics, and that's kind of why most people have it nowadays. Right, right. So Then that was what led into... My favorite version of Batman, which is Batman the Animated Series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you're interested in getting into the character, um, Batman the Animated Series is
0: probably the best place to start. And that whole... No, nah, hold on. I got this. Danny Elfman, right, wrote, wrote this? Yeah. I don't know that this we want the extended no, main no. title. I, did I actually get the extended? cake? Okay. My bad guys, where's the Oh here we go, here we
1: go, here we go. It.
0: <laughs> I can just sing it for you guys. Yeah. I, I anytime you have I think I feel like horns are so underused yeah. as well, just like building we John atmosphere. Williams up this. Well so, one yeah. of the cool
2: things is they actually got a full orchestra for basically the whole soundtrack to this show, which mm-hmm. was unheard of in animation at the time.
0: Yeah, and, and, and the the Batmobile is clearly styled after the '66 one. It's got the really long and the kind of jet engine in the back. Um, this is the, this is the the musical note I love right here. Criminals' eyes go wide yeah. as Batman drops. <laughs> Batman, <laughs> also, so I think one of the first Joker episodes, the one where he's making the 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 mind control garbage rafts. Yep. And he has a robot henchman. Ah, I get chills every time that, that that last horn piece. I love it so much. Yep. Uh, but what's weird about that episode, and I think it's the only episode that does this, but it goes to this weird like jazz song beat thing. The whole episode. It's really weird. It's like you listen in the background it's like a and everyone's doing their actions to the beat of the music and it's the only episode that does that. yeah, yeah it's it's so it's so weird like when they're affected by the
2: joker yeah, yeah. i was trying to place where you you're talking about but yeah uh, it's because they're very happy yeah yeah and crazy but yeah that's what uh introduced kevin conroy as batman and mm-hmm. he basically has been batman ever since mm-hmm. um through some great video games we may end up plugging a little bit later oh, um but games. uh mark hamill as the joker mm-hmm. um and both of those were kind of—they had never really done much as far as voice acting before. Mm-hmm. They ended up showing up for this and kind of made the, made whole careers out of it.
0: Yeah. Wow.
2: Um, Kevin Conroy was basically just a stage actor beforehand. You know, Mark Hamill had been in like some small movies called like Star Wars or something. You know, yeah, he was a, no- a nobody. <laughs> I mean, he was Mark. a nobody. Yeah. Right. But uh, that was kind of his intro into voice acting, and mm-hmm. he's gone on and,
0: and done a lot, done and a whole lot. I don't know. And what, what I thought was funny was um, when he was on. Uh, uh, Arrow as the Trickster. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Wait, is that the Joker?" Because he's literally playing the Joker. Well, and he—he's actually repri- reprising
2: his role from the original 1990s Flash TV show when he's doing the Trickster.
0: Wait, he was the Trickster in that too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so uh, he also voiced the Trickster in uh, Justice League yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, which one of my favorite scenes is Flash with the Trickster in the bar, and anyway, we won't get into that right now.
1: But, they, people, they need to wise up and and make a, a movie with Old Joker and then cast Mark Hamill as a live action version of mm-hmm. Old Joker. That yeah. would blow people's minds. Yeah. Well, what, I've, what I've wanted to do,
2: them to do for years is, they're talking about doing a Batman Beyond movie. That's probably what they're bringing Keaton back for, which mm-hmm. I think is like the second best thing. But doing a Batman Beyond movie and just having uh, Kevin Conroy
0: as Old Man Batman. He does kind of look, he's a little scrawny, but he does look like Old Man Batman.
2: Yeah, and he actually kind of played that role in um, again the CW crossover. Mm-hmm. He was an older. Okay,
0: I need to I need to go back. So I I, I dropped off of all the CW shows because I got got two CW. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Batman um, technically shows up in well Bruce Wayne shows up in Titans, and he's played by a guy from Game of Thrones, right? I haven't gotten I've that far. No idea. I don't watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, neither do I.
2: Um, let's see. But, yeah, so the animated series does a lot of really cool stuff. Um, introduced the character of Harley Quinn, who mm-hmm. has become just increasingly popular ever since. To the, the point that they tried really to good. give her her own uh, oh, movie boy. franchise. Yeah, that didn't work out. But, but uh, they have given her a really great... Uh, really great show. Really great animated show. Uh, also made Mr. Freeze into a character. Mm-hmm. Took him from, you know, Ice to Meet You... <laughs> I'm going to steal diamonds because they're ice, you know, all that kind of stuff. I forgot
0: that's why you did that. (laughs) They look like ice. Um, Ice, ice.
2: (sighs) Into a character that has, you know, his dying wife. Mm -hmm. He's based in tragedy. Gives him an origin that makes him into an interesting character. They've basically
0: just used ever since. Yeah, he went from a one-dimensional villain to a sympathetic anti-hero. Although at some point you're like, okay, you know that Batman is the world's greatest detective. You know he has access to the Justice League. And you have never been like, so Batman can you help me cure my wife? And you know he'd say yes. What's he mm-hmm. going to say? No, I don't, I, I won't do that. And now probably would smack him in the back of the head and be like, no, you're doing this. So that's one thing that I've never understood is why Freeze doesn't say because Batman has has Batman and Freeze have both acknowledged that the only reason Batman stops him is because he's committing crimes. Yeah. And if he was doing it legitimately, he he wouldn't stop him mm-hmm. right and like he's he's on board with saving a wife so i've never understood why batman uh, all the batman writers that are listening to this right now uh write me a, a an episode where mr freeze's story arc gets resolved really really quickly
2: so um they actually there's a, a limited series called batman white knight uh set in an alternate reality kind of based off of the animated series universe mm-hmm. uh by sean gordon murphy Basically, the premise is, what if the Joker, Batman's going off the rails, and the Joker ends up becoming sane? And it's kind of like the Joker campaigning against Batman as a sane person. But one of the cool elements from that is, part of the reason Batman is going crazy is Alfred's dying.
0: Uh.
1: And so he
2: teams up with Mr. Freeze to extend his life and try and cure both him, Alfred, and uh, Freeze's wife. And it's a really cool kind of dynamic between the two of them.
0: I believe
2: her name's Nora? Yes, Nora, Nora Efron. Oh, sorry. Or Nora Frice, you <laughs> for, know, depending on what version you're in. Yeah, I... Okay, so that's Mr. something that, that
0: has always bothers me about comic books, is, like, everyone has to have a name that translates perfectly into the superhero, super villain name, like, oh, what's your name? Edward Nigma? Okay, yeah, you're, you're a villain. <laughs> like, if your last name... It was literally Enigma, like, come on, guy! And he's the Riddler? Like, come on. That's so
1: cheap. I thought the animated series did a really good job with, like, some of the more minor, uh, like, villain roles. Like, Mm -hmm. they made them into, like, really compelling characters. Because I I remember, like, the Killer Croc episode, I think it was. He's such, like, a minor, like, he's not even somebody you really think of when you go down the list of, like, main Batman villains. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know when you get to him. But he has this really in-depth episode um, where he's like with like a, 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 this weird traveling like circus family yeah. where they're all kind of awkward and he's feeling like he's fitting in and he's starting to change a little bit but he ultimately like just goes back to his roots of being like a thug and mm. Batman beats him up or whatever but it was such an interesting episode I remember even as a kid like really like grappling with like that and wanting him to be a good character mm-hmm. and almost like voting for Killer Croc mm-hmm. at one point and he was also just animated it was a cool depiction of him he was very human like as opposed to we yeah. saw him I, not not to not to say that that um, <laughs> that uh, Suicide Squad is a good depiction of anything, <laughs> but like he just kind of looked like like a Power Rangers villain, in that, and then he you know just... what he looked
0: like the Michael Bay <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Oh my, yeah, dude, it was, and he could barely even bit, talk. Yeah.
1: Like he would, he would try to talk, and he's like. And it was like, "No, come on! Haven't you watched the series? Like, he's completely articulate. Like, mm-hmm. it was just a good depiction
0: of him. If they, if they should have I just think... lean into that of him just being like, and everyone responding like he was saying real words, <laughs> like Chewbacca. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't like he you. Doesn't like. I don't like
1: you either. But <laughs> I even am people crook. like, like, like." <laughs> 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 um, even people like Clayface, I got, I think, mm-hmm. got like a really cool backstory. where It was like this, this you know, up-and-coming actor, and he's like really struggling with stuff, and then he ends up, you know, trying to put on this certain kind of makeup that ends up turning him into Clay, uh, and like just like how, like he had follow-up episodes too. I mean, he was he was a big character. Mm-hmm. Now it's yeah. like, I mean, I like, hey, remember last time he said the word Clayface. Well, he was in well, the
0: game. Yeah. But uh, he's also fantastic in Harley Quinn. <laughs> his mm-hmm. characterization is har- in Harley Quinn is he's just a thespian. Like he's just a dedicated actor. <laughs> like that's all, all he's doing is trying to be to uh, get his next big role.
1: <laughs> it's good for him. Hilarious. Good for
0: Clay Yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's a, oh, it's
2: um, a fun. But fun. one of the things that made the show so great is uh, basically a lot of the animation team came off of things like uh, doing the Hanna Barbera. Cartoons where they would do Justice League and Superman wasn't allowed to punch anybody or really use any of his powers. <laughs> um, they did things like Tiny Toons, but they basically you had all these creative people that were really hungry to be able to tell a story like that was a little bit darker, or tell mm-hmm. a make a cartoon where there was actually some action. And so they kind of all end up get it, getting it together on Batman the Animated Series, and they're able to take things really seriously, uh, like get a full orchestra in for the score, write mm-hmm. stuff where. It basically had uh one of their editors people in charge that would just be like you know what we're gonna push this as far as we can possibly go so mm-hmm. you have you know a show where batman's parents actually can get gunned down in an alley or you know they had to use like laser looking guns they had this kind of noir aesthetic and all that kind of stuff but and they were able to take it as seriously as you can when your villain is a clown or <laughs> a guy that Got
0: mutated by putting on the wrong kind of makeup. Or, yeah, <laughs> you know, I think that was wasn't that a PSA? <laughs> but that was like one of the. That was, that, sorry, that was what they did is they found an old Roman PSA. Like, Don't use this makeup. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, they took it
2: really seri- seriously, and they weren't ashamed of the fact that it was a comic book mm-hmm. show. they it were just kind of into it. They, and they tried to give all the villains kind of a nuance. sympathetic backstory, yeah. some I, nuance, I, like I, some psychology. I
0: think the only two villains who really, you're like, you're never on the side, like, kind of yeah, being, empathizing with this villain is the Penguin,
1: mm-hmm.
0: although they did a little bit, um, and then the Joker, obviously, who's just yeah.
1: nuts.
2: <laughs> but then you have Harley, <laughs> right, who ends right. up being kind of the, his foil, and right. you end up sympathizing
0: with her. Right. And, yeah. I don't understand how, how DC has done so well with Harley Quinn, but then... That one, like, Batman and Harley Quinn movie was so bad. It's...
2: We won't get into that too much, but <laughs> yeah. Um, Bruce Timm did a really good job, but he has some really weird ideas. And
0: <laughs> yeah, that whenever they
2: bring him back in nowadays, it <laughs> ends up Like, The Killing Joke was another thing Bruce Tim was heavily involved ah. in. And you end up with uh, the,
1: the weird Batgirl storyline in that.
0: Yeah.
1: So, what a bizarre, like, addition to, to like, a, a movie that really couldn't go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you add that and you're like... Like, I just remember thinking I was in the wrong movie. Right? <laughs> I, I mean, but seriously, like, I was like, this isn't, like, it's just clearly not. It's like, and then the movie starts, and you're like, well, why? This <laughs> is getting out of hot. The thing is, The Killing Joke is really short, so it's long
2: enough to have, like, an episode of a TV show, but not long enough to have a movie. So they're like, so, let's fill up 50 minutes of just random Batgirl fighting a guy, and then uh, have a potential sex scene with Batman. You know,
1: great idea. Yeah. The, so, in the end of Killing Joke, though was so good I yeah. mean, just, that, just that last scene I've gone back and watched that scene on YouTube several times where they're just sitting there in the rain like just like the audio editing like everything about that scene is excellent so, so basically what we're saying is Batman the Animated Series <sighs> Yes. And the killing joke. How did this happen? Pretty much. <laughs> Second half of killing joke was, Second half was, of was good. Kind of moving. The next
2: big thing after... Um, well, Batman obviously spins out into the rest of the DC Animated right. Universe. And, and
0: I'll just say, I've I only recently watched the entirety of Batman the Animated Series. So mm-hmm. most of my Batman watching was Justice League and Batman Beyond. And the character,
2: mm-hmm. one of the things that's really cool is basically DC on TV did the MCU before the MCU right. did. Right, right. And um, Batman's kind of the cornerstone that they're founded on you know you go into superman after that then they cross over and then justice league happened yeah which yeah. was oh my
0: god the theme song for justice league is so epic yep when that when that was playing i don't know like, i like the jlu one it's not bad mm-hmm. that's a little too cock rock but but the uh the og justice league theme song is one of the best theme songs out there it's so stinking good
2: and then I'll really briefly touch on going from there. And Batman kind of has this huge character arc. Jumps over into Batman Beyond. Oh, which is which so you good. Get, get to see mm. Old Man Batman kind of reinvigorate the franchise. Kind of mix all the things that make Spider-Man great into right. a new version right. of Batman. Right.
0: Um, and boy, what a weird intro that one had. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the rave scene is like, it's was it was... like lust, greed, and greed. Corruption, <laughs> like zooming in on some animated pointy butt. Like, yeah, what am I? What does this have to do with Batman again? He <laughs> was, was a teen. It dude. was a Batman. It was nineties edgy. He's got things uh, yeah. to deal with. But oh. the Batman Beyond is, is actually such a good show.
2: And then when they actually, there's basically two endings for the DC Animated Universe. There's right. the end of Justice League Unlimited, which right. is really cool. They kind of do all the heroes running at you, and then they kind of get down to the. Uh, then the original Justice League pops out, and then it's like basically Superman, Wonder Woman, and then they close out on Batman, mm-hmm. and they kind of go back through the theme songs as they're doing it, end up on the Bat logo, and then the other one is Epilogue, which is basically the end of, uh, it's basically a Batman Beyond episode they right, threw into right, Justice League. Right, right. And if you watch the end of that, it's a mirror of the opening scene of the first episode of Batman. Yeah. Um, so Batman opens up with a bunch of people in a blimp, and you've got a man-bat flying through the clouds. They're like, what is that? Is it a bat? And then uh, when they go through and they do like the, the triumphant ending of uh, Batman Beyond... They basically completely redo that because Batman Beyond can fly. He flies by like a police hovercraft or whatever right, it was. Right. And yeah, they were very, very. Batman was kind of the foundation of that universe and they really honored that all the way through. Yeah. It's very cool.
0: Yeah. I, so, wasn't that. So, um, Epilogue is the one where they reveal that Terry Jones has Batman DNA?
2: Yeah, Terry McGinnis is kind like a half-clone of Batman. Like Terry a half-clone Batman.
0: Which, yeah, Terry Cruz is, is actually... I don't know if you guys Terry Crews is, is actually Batman. Batman. Um, <laughs> but for real though. Uh, Terry Cruz, please add us. We, we would love if you... Terry Cruz, if you ever somehow, by like some weird perk of nature, listen to this, please send us a picture of you're dressed in a Batman suit. It would be the best thing ever. Yes, please. Our, please. Oh my God. It would make our collective... It would be day. amazing. Yeah, so, so that was actually kind of controversial, because a lot of people didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Didn't like the idea that oh, of course he's going to become Batman because he's part Batman. And people liked it a lot more when it was just like, he's just some regular Joe that Batman was like, you've got potential. You so instead of being like, almost almost like what we talked about with Ashley in The Last Jedi, uh, anybody can become a Jedi in The Last mm-hmm. Jedi. Whereas, no, she's a Palpatine. So of course she's super strong and <laughs> powerful. Yeah. Right. So so a lot of people didn't like that. And I, I, I totally agree with them. I think, it, I think it was unnecessary to explain, why is he so good at being Batman Beyond? Because he's part Batman. I I was kind of divided on
2: that episode because it was basically. Like everything I didn't like the clone as much, but like the flashback to Justice League where Batman basically goes in, they're like, you have to kill this girl or the world's going to end. Yeah, that was really good. And then he just sits with her as she dies. It was just amazing. Um, But yeah, it's basically everything. Basically, that episode's kind of Amanda Waller going back and saying, here's all the things (laughs) that are great about Batman. The best thing about him is his compassion, which was. Not what you expect, but it's really cool. Yeah,
0: and what she should have said is your parents, they were nobody.
1: <laughs> Dead in a pauper's grave, in the Jakku desert. Where is it? Jakku? <laughs> Don't worry
0: about it, I'm Batman. Man. Don't worry about it. Where's Harvey? Also, why are you talking like this? You got to Here, brother. I'm I'm not wearing hockey pads.
2: Oh, Batman is a Sith. Oh, there you go. It's <laughs> so not that much of a Star
0: Wars. I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting lost here. <laughs> Batman is a Sith. Lord. <laughs>
1: The Darth Knight. Oh, I would watch that. I would watch that. Darth. I would watch the heck out of the Rise, ride. Darth Knight. Where's the trigger? Where's Rachel? Where's Obi-Wan? Where's
2: hello, hello there. Where is she? We've got to talk about Star Wars every episode.
1: No, we can't. It's, Get us off this, please. I'm no.
2: about to go Last into Jedi a hole. sucks.
0: Moving on. Alright,
2: yep. I think we've kind of talked about a lot about DCAU mm-hmm. uh, DC, or Batman the animated series mm-hmm. a lot of great stuff came out of it yep. Yep.
0: Uh, next big thing that came was uh, the Dark Knight Dark Knight which which I, I don't think anyone was or... expecting to be really good I mean Christopher Nolan um, had everyone was like okay Christopher Nolan's a good director mm-hmm. and the, you know the trailers were good. I don't think anyone was expecting it
1: to be as Did we skip over Batman well, Batman Begins. Yeah. Well, Dark Knight trilogy is what yeah. I was okay. trying to say.
0: But yeah, Batman begins two thousand five. I, I don't think ever, anyone was expecting because I remember when it was coming out and people were like, There's a Batman movie and then it came out and people were like, this Batman movie's really good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it really was like I remember it flying under the radar initially where every like I remember watching it in theaters, um, and really liking it just because I I didn't know much about Ray Ghoul at all. Um mm-hmm. and little that I did, I really liked the way that they did it. Even as a kid, I was like, "Oh, that's a cool way to think about it." Because the whole thing of like Raza immortal. Like that's, yeah. that's pretty much all I knew about the character. I'm like, "Oh, he's that one immortal guy that carries around like a samurai <laughs> he's sword." He's kind of like I, I didn't I didn't know about the Lazarus Pit and like all the details. And so I was just like, "Oh, like like he's kind of like a, a weird dude." But then they were just like, "Oh, he's immortal because whoever dies as Raza Ghul becomes the next Raza." Like, you know, that there's mm-hmm. just ne- like he's an idea, and that was the whole thing. And I was like, "That's a really cool." way to put it because I was it was it was kind of in that era where where they were starting to make live action superhero movies yeah. and it was like you always thought as a kid like how would how would this be if it was an actual movie like you obviously you couldn't make him just ridiculous like in these ways although we've seen movies where they do they do things like mm-hmm. that but this movie actually did grab hold of that as saying like if this was a real thing what actually yeah. would that be what would a real
2: immortal rule
1: mm-hmm. look like
2: and it was and that was the cool thing about Nolan's Batman is basically Let's take this fantastical thing, strip mm-hmm. it down to kind of its basics, tell a good story, but keep it kind of grounded in realism. Yeah, and then,
0: and then all the mystical stuff was all mystery. So right. it was like, well, maybe he is... Or maybe he's just the guy who's carrying on a legacy. No one knows, right? And you, mm-hmm. you, you even have
1: characters like Scarecrow, where you're like, man, Scarecrow in the comics was, uh, and, and well, in, in the animated show was just like he carried around like a hook. Like I mean, he, he was just like a like a m like, like that's not realistic. But then you know the fact that he uses this gas, like then the audience actually gets to see him like that for a few minutes, and it's like it's so so interesting and cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I really liked. No one's uh, Batman from the beginning for that for that exact reason. Just because I think they went they went through like a lot of liberties to make it very grounded. Right, yeah. and even with yeah. him like talking to Fox and figuring out this is like these are all the steps. Like he even like got his suit and then was like, I need to make modifications to it. And yeah. you get to see all that, and that was yeah. all like, man, you're really going into depth. Like, you're 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 trying really hard, and it's, it's paying off. Big yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And, and then of course they they escalated with Dark Knight, yeah. which was just. Fantastic, and then I think he took a. Di- I don't think Dark Knight Rises was bad. No, I don't think it was bad. But I think it just wasn't. I mean, it, it was never. It's gonna always going to be, yeah, be the disappointing the, one yeah, after. It was going to be disappointing. Yeah. But I, what what really disappointed me in that movie again was Bane not actually being the the ringleader, but being a puppet of Talia. Which I was yeah. fine with Talia being involved. With the idea that Bane didn't make any of this up, he's literally just a, right. a,
1: a you know jockstrap it's, face. I yeah. literally actually just watched these three movies uh, really a couple, couple weeks ago. I, I thought he was he was acted excellent. Obviously, like, I think Tom Hardy did an amazing oh, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And throughout the whole movie, he still is kind of like a genius. Like you, you feel powerless in every scene that he's in. Like you mm-hmm. feel like he knows. Even with like, the whole fight between him and Batman is like such an excellent <laughs> scene. It's really like bone chilling just how badly he beats him. And you're like, okay, this is like. This is, like, like regardless of, like, him, him not being as huge and juiced up and not being, like, Mexican, which he, <laughs> he should be, like, because, like, I, in every depiction I've ever seen, he has an accent. And so yeah. I'm like, why doesn't anybody get this right? <laughs> like, yeah. Is everybody just like, no, this is not. Um, but what I What are we going to do, cast a Hispanic person? It, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> come on, people. Inclusion. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, I, uh, I, I really liked even, even The Dark Knight Rises. In the shadow of the Dark Knight, of course, and I mean, in, especially with Heath Ledger's death, like it just—it oh, no. solidified I, this movie as being like, yeah, you're not going to top this. <laughs> like, yeah, your next is going to be a step I still thought it down. was a good movie.
0: Oh,
2: oh yeah, yeah, so did I. And Bane's introduction, like you're talking about him being like a tactical genius, where they—they they basically pull off another Joker reveal scene mm-hmm. in that uh, where he. Takes down the plane. He's like, nobody's gonna be looking for you because the plane's crashed. Mm. Okay. This crazy although, stuff. although there are some there are some like, issues. Oh yeah, the
0: plane crashed. That's why it's filled with bullet holes.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there were there, I, there I are did, some issues with that. But when I you're watching think that, that scene was over the top for several. Like they're like we had to transfer the blood to a dead body to and then and then he like tells one of his buddies he's like no brother he's like they will <laughs> expect some of us to die in the wreckage and it's like. Well, wouldn't that give it away that it was hijacked by someone? Also, couldn't you just, like,
0: bring some corpses with you? I mean, I mean, literally, you're just like, hey, no,
1: uh, let's kill one of our guys. And the guy's like, okay, cool, I'll wait here. Just, like, like, make sure we've started... He says something like, like, we've started a fire, though. He's like, yes, and it will burn. has got the lighter? He's he's the one adopted the dog. Uh,
0: uh, I was it's... born in... All... Oh, no, sorry. You said it wrong. Right. It was...
1: <laughs> one, of his, one of his best subtle lines is when the two guys bring in Gordon... And he's like, he's like, why did you bring him here? And they're like, uh, well, like, he, he's the commissioner. And he's like, now he's seen everything. And then he just like, he, he like, or like, like he, he falls off into the water. He shoots one of them. And then he tells the other one, he's like, he's like, he's like, check his body and then I'll kill you. And he's like, and he like bends down and he starts like checking his body, like like he just tells him like that. He's he's like, you check his body, and then I will kill you. <laughs> and like the guys are just <laughs> doing <laughs> it. And it was <laughs> funny. I, the <laughs> la- this last this last time I watched that. it, that was something that I recognized more of is how how much emphasis they had on all these people following him, like to a strange. I don't know why they did that. Why what what was the like the the motive behind that? Because that's emphasized throughout the whole movie is, is how loyal his little substitute people are like they get caught at one point and they're like oh bane says that they will all literally die before they tell him anything so you don't have to worry about it there's the one part where he's like hey can you do this and then i'll kill you afterwards and the guy starts doing it at the beginning he's like hey stay in the plane and die like they, they emphasize this point a lot and i never knew i'm like is there something about him that's persuasive is is he just menacing? maybe it's
2: because they're like their league of shadows yeah that's or something, that's, the only, that's or... what
1: i kind of came to i was like maybe like they were underestimate they're not your common thugs they're like league of shadows ready to die but they kind of seem these like these aren't common, common thugs. thugs these
0: are rare thugs,
1: <laughs> I, play Shiny my, thugs. I play my i play my uncommon thug card no. <laughs> in attack position my no, thug no. <laughs> <laughs> um no it, i i like that whole series i mean it's it's just it's just really well done it is funny to though when we watch Batman Begins, because uh, that's that's the first one it's called, mm. right? So like they they did audio editing to his voice starting at the Dark Knight, like 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 the actual Batman's voice. And in the first movie, like there's hardly any of that done, and it's really just sounds like, like Christian Bale. I mean, sorry, not Christian Bale. Um, yeah,
0: You're Christian good. Bale.
1: Sorry, uh, it sounds like him the whole time. <laughs> like it, it, it's like he's like you can tell he's kind of trying. He's like Rachel. Uh, where are we going? <laughs> it's like, wait, how that's, do you not that's know? Like, so that's that's, that's kind of like the, the
0: old Superman cartoon, like the old one, the, the Max, uh, the Max Fleischer one, the 40s, mm-hmm. where Clark gets like, this looks like a job for Superman. Like you dropped your voice, like <laughs> not even an octave. Yeah, but he <laughs> also like noticed.
2: He also took off his glasses. Yeah, <gasps> and his and his hair fell onto okay. an S symbol. We're,
0: we're, we're got to save this for the Superman episode, but I did. Uh, I had this like book of Superman facts. And it's like, the reason people don't recognize him when he takes off his glasses is that he rearranges his muscular structure. I'm like, except he doesn't. He looks exactly the same. False. <laughs> like, Next his kryptonian fr- well, muscle control. No, it's,
2: it's because they only ever see Superman at high speeds from far away. That doesn't explain Lois Lane, who's an investigative journalist, but everybody else, you know, they just didn't ever get a good look at
0: him. What, okay, what am I thinking of where, um, it's like a spoof thing where, where Batman shows up and someone's like, wait a minute pulls up a picture of bruce wayne and like covers his, his eyes
2: like, <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't know but they almost do that in the dark knight yes yeah, yeah almost like what if batman is it, the Cape crusader or bruce wayne is there no, no they do it what if batman It's the dark knight what if batman is batman, Harvey is, Harvey batman?
1: is the famous Cape crusader and he's like if i was sneaking out every night rachel would know. And oh, Bruce is just like, oh, Jesus, dodged man. a bullet. Oh nope, now I'm really sad. Let's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, go drink. What do you guys think about the the Batmobile from those movies? I thought
0: it was, uh, I thought it was a nice uh, modern take.
1: Yeah, I thought it was I cool. It was cool. I, I, even at the time, I remember being like, dang, it's it's like a Hummer, Lamborghini mix. Of course, yeah, of course. So the, the the guy who who comes to Lucius and is
0: like, I want a million dollars. Oh, that's a great scene. And Lucius yes. is like, so you think this guy is beating the crap well, you out of criminals? That your boss and has a second life. And worth. you're going to sue him. Good luck. But he brings up a <laughs> no, really good point. And your plan is to blackmail <laughs>
2: this person? <laughs> good, luck. good luck.
0: That brings up a really interesting point is that guy noticed it because he saw the blueprints. He was like, this is what our company is making. They would have filed a patent. The patents for everything Batman uses are out there. And at least, at the very least, they would have been saying, okay, Batman is being funded by technology from Wayne Enterprises. Someone mm-hmm. would have made that connection.
1: Yeah, maybe just the car though. Everything else it's like who's but, to know like like who who looks at being, like his whole thing is that he stays in the shadows. They're not sure, like sure, oh sure, did you sure, see sure. what Bescape was made out would of see the the material car and be like, like where did he get
0: that? The the car
1: and, is the only and, thing that I think could potentially lead to something like that, but, but even that he gets it in black, he's constantly like flying like under um, like you can't sure, see. But it. it's
0: such a unique design. Yeah, no, Someone from the patent office or someone from the military who had ordered it would have been like didn't we order ten, ten of those? But that's where hey, you can Batman just... Batman must have stolen that car from Wayne Enterprise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can just slap well, okay, yeah, like
1: yeah. billionaire on top and say they found a way to put it. But they go through some liberties of like even like getting the mask where they're like, hey, we'll order the ears from one place and we'll order the helmet from a different place so that we can make them ourselves. I, I, I you only have to buy them well, like okay, a thousand so at a time. People,
0: yeah. people not finding out Batman's identity is kind of one of those things that just like... Deal
1: with it <laughs> you're you literally talking to Rachel somebody who's known you your whole life you barely I mean your eyes are covered and you're talking in your normal voice it's, like, it's not who I am on top of what I do that defines me
0: but yeah Dark Knight Trilogy excellent
1: yeah no it's uh, it, it's gonna it, it's just such a bummer now because but, there's gonna be more Batman's made and you're like I gotta compare it to that all the time no here's here, having here is, a bummer a worst thing is having to make them yeah here's <laughs> the
0: worst thing that the Batman the Nolan trilogy did it made the DC executives think that everyone wanted DC to be gritty. Yeah. Well, it's not the only thing, but yeah, no, no, it's, a... it's not. But... but they're
1: not even overly gritty. Like, like it, literally... okay, but but they're like grounded and everyone's really, oh, everyone's realistic. Serious. Yes, and that which man, is DC hard because like... no other DC character is even mildly like realistic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like even in, in the Marvel world, like. You had people react to Thor like he was just this crazy god, and it was taking place on Earth with a bunch of normal people and this one god character who was kind of confused himself. Like, you have Iron Man, fully human. You have Bruce Banner, who is, again, fully human, and he just kind of t- like messes with these vials. As opposed to, like, the whole DC universe is, like, you have this woman from Themyscira, which is a place on Earth that's hidden, and she's, like, a god. And then you have Superman, who's an alien, and then you have—like, it's like—it's it, just—there's a little— there's like way too much supernatural for yeah. them to try the to make more. The only Nolan's one could have yeah, would have been movies. Green Arrow, but
0: then would have been right. almost exactly the same, but with bows and arrows. And, <laughs> no. and we'll talk about this if we do a
2: Superman episode. like oh, we you were saying, we but will. yeah, Superman should not be dark and gritty. Yeah,
0: that kind of defeats the point of Superman. His is a Boy Scout, he's Superman, Superman, just makes, needs to be the fooled Scout. a whole mm-hmm. lot
1: so that people have time to 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 cause chaos, and then once he's not fooled any longer, he can go and save the day because oh. he's Superman. You me just mean. shoot him with some red sun radiation, or throw a
0: or green rock at him, you know, whatever you need to do. It's Take still him not out as bad. It's, it's still not as bad as when the Green Lantern, Martha. when the Green Lantern's weakness was the color yellow, oh and I'm like, God. well, the villain stole school bus. Sorry about it. <laughs> <laughs> <They're>, um, <laughs> his number one enemy are graffiti artists. Those so, youths. Oh, my
2: god. So, this if you guys youth. ever want to see simultaneously some of the best Batman art of all time, and the, basically the worst Batman story of all time, there is a comic called All-Star Batman and Robin, The Boy Wonder. It's a are mouthful of a title by Frank Miller. Terrible, terrible Batman story all over the place. Um, but one of the highlights from it is Green Lantern shows up, and he's like... Basically, hey uh, Batman, did you kidnap this kid? He wants to have a co- rational conversation with him. The way Batman gets around this is he and Robin stay up all night, completely paint the inside of their base and themselves yellow, <laughs> and then basically are just like can't do anything,
0: which is basically <laughs> the best done. moment of the entire series. But come back, bruh. bruh, bruh, <laughs> bruh, bruh, bruh. <laughs> but yeah, it was it get was... a better weakness,
2: bruh. <laughs> It was a uh, Wait, why did Batman kidnap someone? Because in this version, he's absolutely insane. Uh, he kidnaps Robin, tells him, uh, basically, as soon as his parents die, he drives by in the Batmobile, pulls him up and says, you just been drafted. And then <laughs> throws him into a cave with no food and is like, when I was your age, I survived off rats. He's completely insane. <laughs> Where's the driver? Um, but yeah, it never actually even got finished. It was supposed to be 12 issues. It ended up being nine, but highlight of that whole thing uh, yellow Batman and Robin
0: <laughs> I just I uh, appreciated Batman Brave and the Bold where he got his hands on a, on a green lantern Wolverine. ring, and mm-hmm. <laughs> he got his hands on a green lantern ring and all the lanterns are like holy s*** sh- he has so much more power."
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and like uh, in the comics he's gotten the green lantern ring very briefly but they keep giving him a Sinestro core ring because yeah. it's fear inspired <laughs> well yeah I mean
1: but, it, but he'll use it for like three seconds to look cool and then be like oh no it's yellow I like it's I like black. his his little appearance in I think it was Apocalypse the uh, is is that the one where he's like walking with Green Lantern in the in like the tunnels and and, and like the sewers and Green Lantern's like like so what's your superpower like he's just meeting him and he's, he's like don't tell me you're just a guy with like with a bat costume and he like turns and he looks around and then he turns back and he's got his ring and he's like what does this do he <laughs> he like, yes, look, he, like so looks good. down and he looks up and he's like he's like hey he's, like,
0: Get that back Justice League hey. War
1: and yes my <laughs> that's the interactions that's between. He like, takes it back and he's like, you'll never do that again. He's like, "If I don't want to. He walks off. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, Batman's constantly annoyed by Green Lantern because he's like, I kind of use the
0: shadows and you're just like a nightlight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's like, this is a bad combination. Uh, but... I, I I just love that uh, that they've established that Batman is just so competent Yeah, that he's in the Justice League. It's like oh, all these crazy super people and, and then there's Batman. And uh, was it, uh, I think it was a might have been a Brave and the Bold episode where they got like a bunch of newcomers in and they're like, why is Batman here? He has no powers. Oh, and then Batman just beats the s*** out of all of them and they're like, okay, okay, okay. Yep. <laughs> Might have been. I don't think I've seen that.
2: Alright, so I guess we'll touch really quickly on DC EU Batman, Batfleck.
0: Martha! How- I believe the name. I will Martha. say save Martha. I will that say everything about that movie was a mess. The warehouse scene was cool. I actually thought the fight between Batman and Superman was was fun. Yeah. It was fun to watch. And and I appreciate that Batman was like pulling all these tricks to it, it was it was what it should have been, which he was wearing this ridiculous suit of armor so he could survive the blows. But he was using cunning, mm-hmm. and where Superman's just like rushing at him, so he's got traps and things, and you know
1: he sh- does like there's like the kryptonite in like the yeah. gas form yeah. to weaken he's, him a little bit. Yeah, and he, you can tell when it's wearing off, like his his, his his like metal thing is just breaking until eventually Superman's face doesn't move at all, and his yeah. his whole machine like breaks, and he's like, oh, oh yeah. more so stuff. I, I thought, that, yeah,
0: so I thought that was a really good way of showing you know, this is how Batman beat Superman mm-hmm. by outmaneuvering him. Yeah, right. Not by out muscling him.
1: No, obviously uh, he doesn't. If if we're trying to salvage anything from it, and I'm I'm just doing my best here, I liked like some of the details they entered, (coughs) like they included where it's like he clearly has a voice modification thing. They're Mm -hmm, trying to get it fixed. It makes him sound really cool. So you watch it, you're like, "This is really cool." Like his. But then Zack
0: Snyder wrote the worst
1: dialogue.
0: Do you bleed? No answer. You will. (laughs) I I feel like it was one of those twitters. Batman, do you bleed? Nobody batman you will <laughs> but like
1: even like that scene the trailer was cool like i, I yeah, thought yeah, yeah. i thought that that part like with like was like pretty it just it just seems very cool in, in a moment where you're like man you got to do a good job of making superheroes cool because because like yeah. they're for children and like they're gonna be live action and you're like how are you gonna make this cool and it's like like in the pouring rain they have this this, this dialogue batman's got his cool voice he's got his like nightlight light yeah. to, like eyes on like mm-hmm. that's all very cool but That was shown in the trailer, and honestly, it might have been a a, a neat little fight scene, but... Oh, I mean, the failures in that movie were just so like. Do you just not know anything about the... like? How are you gonna cast Jesse Eisenberg as mm-hmm. like? It's, it's, what it's, well, see, it would have been a was, good Joker. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. about to say the yeah. problem was they brought Jesse Eisenberg in and he read Luther as Joker, and that was the main. I problem. mean, literally, it was like this is not like. There's never been a Lex Luthor like that. That's just like, it's like 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 yeah. Lex Luthor and, like, definitely go like pushes the, the
0: envelope. Pushes the envelope. Pushes the line. All the time, but he's shrewd, he's calculated, and he's not anti-humanity. No, no, I don't even know what Jesse Eisenberg's plan was in that whole movie. I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand what he was doing. Take down Superman,
1: right? Which is like with okay, Batman. that that part's like in line with Luther's character. But but you're right, Luther has always been pro-humanity at the expense of Batman. He's always been like, I really care about this place. Like he's like running for positions in government. Usually in most in most of his most of like the movies or the episodes, like he's got some kind of role. Protecting the city and, and just trying, like, his, and his whole crime is, I'm going to be so anti-Superman at the point of dishonesty to where I'll even lie about the things he's doing so that, like, the people turn against him. He's essentially just, just a corrupt politician. <laughs> like, he's just yeah. doing, and at the point of, like, I'm sure, like, like, like he, he does this at the cost of certain people, but overall, he really does care about the people. Right. So,
2: apparently, like, they did do an Ultimate version of uh, Batman v. Superman that's longer, and they okay, cut well, out more of a, well, they, apparently they actually cut out a lot of things that explain, like, little bits of what Lex Luthor's plan are. Like, he's actually paying the people to kill the people with the bat symbol in the prisons, and all this kind of stuff. Mm. It makes a little bit more sense. It does not salvage the movie. No, no, yeah. But uh one of the, some of the things i did like about ben affleck's batman is he did look really good they basically modeled his suit and kind of the superman fight after the dark knight returns mm-hmm. always i liked him as an older batman i really liked his introduction where he's in the he's in metropolis for some reason at one of his one of his branches and he just as bruce wayne, wayne runs into the rubble starts yeah, trying to save people. people um i thought all that was really cool the only really good moment in Suicide Squad, in my opinion, was his cameo where he shows up, takes down the Joker and Harley, and then, you know, goes some in to rescue that. Harley. <laughs> they they did some really cool things. The warehouse fight was pretty cool, but they kind of ruined it all with him just being really bloodthirsty. And, <laughs> with, the, with the plot just and, being bad. And with, <laughs> and with,
0: Martha. with save
1: Martha. I, I just, I thought, I thought the biggest thing the movie hinged on was him being mad at Superman. Mm-hmm. And there just wasn't enough for yeah. me. For like, I was like, "Why are you that ma-? like?" Like, okay, obviously he's like, "Oh, you destroyed that city and you killed those people," but like, like well, he clearly didn't want to. Like, like, like you, you're Batman, hmm. you you know better also, than Sn- that. Snyder's <laughs> Snyder's whole which what a tool.
0: Snyder's whole Batman, of course, Batman freaking kills people. Grow up, like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe Batman kills people, but he's not the Punisher. Yeah, no. You made him the Punisher, and it's fine if Batman last resort kills people. I don't have a problem with that. In fact, I think that's more sensible than Batman Never Kills Anyone Ever.
2: Mm -hmm. Well, and it's within Batman's character to have. To see Superman and go, like, oh crap, that guy's a threat. And he just, just took down a city. But it's not within his character to then try and take him down for no reason other than right. you know, it, him it, trying it, to it's save like the world. For
1: reasons that he's been pursued as right. per, yeah. like for people going, It's all your fault, and him going, Alright, I know better, like you can hate me, that's fine, but like I obviously know what I'm doing is good. And then he sees somebody else doing the same thing, and he's like, <laughs> and he essentially is <laughs> those people. was my job. Yeah, and he's like, You're hurting people. And you and, and, and like Superman's like, dude, I killed a guy that was literally gonna kill the whole world. Like he's gonna kill. The earth i killed him yes it was a fight that hurt a lot of people but i saved everybody you can't understand that as another superhero <laughs> and he's like no i'm gonna kill you <laughs> <And> he's like <laughs> you you? <sighs> it was just such a weak it was such a weak thing that like it had to be really strong to motivate batman to want to just go out of his way to be like i'm gonna go execute yeah. that guy like Superman's, you gotta do a good Superman's job motivation that.
0: made sense he was like "So like hey go kill batman I'm gonna kill your mom.
1: <laughs> right. Well, but also, and but, but Batman's also more gritty, and like, and, sure. we, and we know that like there are these little things that he's catching on to, like oh, like he's killing people in these prison cells, and like, and Batman's also just not gonna take crap. Like, like it's understandable that he's like, if he approaches Batman, Batman would be, would be like, back the hell off. Like, yeah. like I don't need to explain yeah, yeah, yeah. anything to you, and that makes more sense as yeah, opposed yeah. to Superman being like, he's kind of a poster boy. Sure, he, he's gonna he's gonna be a vigilante and save people, while well, at the expense of like some people getting hurt. But like, why is Batman the like? like how is he so been out of shape? Like, dude, how he's so been out of shape? Affleck. <laughs> <It would've...
0: laughs> I mean, but I honestly think people people were like Bat Batman. B- Batman is Ben Affleck. No, I, this is not good. I didn't care. I thought yes. you did fine. Yeah, I just sure. thought the script I... and the direction the directing was just garbage. That's <laughs> yeah. what killed the movie. I also mm-hmm. thought
1: that like the weird implementing of like random side like 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 Wonder Woman getting thrown in there. Not a lot of character development the weird video game scene where he gets like the power levels of all his friends where he's like yeah. watching them on the screen like oh they're cyborg oh there's the flash and he's like sweet i got a three-star flash guys hey guys a
0: rare rare cyborg shiny also an executive
2: that comes in is like hey so how could we put like five trailers into this movie without anybody noticing Oh we could just have Batman watch government YouTube you know,
1: for, like, <laughs> for like 5 minutes <laughs> Also no place in that movie <laughs> Wonder Woman's theme music I think is a wreck. I thought the Wonder Woman movie wasn't bad at all. I, I, thought, I thought it was, it was really solid. Yeah, yeah, that was good. It was, it was a fun as, movie. You know, like as far as the DC movies go, it's great because um, they made it feel like a Marvel movie. <laughs> but but her theme That's music why Shazam was so good. Even theme music in that movie, I just I I can't stand her. I think it's so silly. Like it sounds like Spy Kids. It's all <laughs> hey every, whoa Spy every, Kids is a masterpiece. Every, so the more time, you emulate Spy Kids, the better your movie every is. Every time I hear her, on that. Her, her music slide into a scene where there's like actual cool. I'm just okay, like. I, gotta look this up. I, don't, I can't, actually, I can't it, actually. It sounds like Spy Kids. Play it right now. Yeah, no, I'm going to. Well, I, <laughs> like, it just think... does not scream Wonder Woman. Well, the problem opinion.
2: with Batman v Superman is once Wonder Woman shows up, it's like, oh, Wonder Woman's
0: like the coolest, most rational character in this movie. Yeah, I think true I might have identified like the idiots? problem. Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL. Oh, yeah, you're, you're D- right. You shouldn't even attach Hans Zimmer's name to that.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just don't. <laughs> That's, just, I just that's, d- that's all you need. Just that's an an basically mess. the whole thing over and over, mm-hmm. and over again. Mm-hmm. That really it really does just, sound
0: mm-hmm. like slide <laughs> Yeah, I told...
1: Like, it, it, it happens and it was almost like it felt like a meme. Like, she, like, slides and it's like... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is... Is this like... A, like, felt like I was watching, like, a... How oh, else no. are you supposed to know that this female character is super cool? You gotta give, like, <laughs> <laughs> like... She was already super cool. Like, she did... Like, her character was... I mean, it was fine other than being rushed. Other than being like, hey, let's have her movie before we do a movie like this. Big mistake, but I mean, her character was was fine. It was just in light of like everybody in the movie being so silly and so stupid, like in light of like Batman being completely unra- irrational, about, like in light of Luthor just not being himself. She was like, oh, this is a breath of fresh air. This is like it's, it was almost as if Wonder Woman came into the scene, and was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> like, like stop, no, much. Kill, stop Did him, kill him, set? yeah. Like, <laughs> and so she's like a breath of fresh air in that sense. I just didn't like her, her theme music was so like, bad.
2: Is she with you? I thought she was with you. <laughs> oh
0: See, if I was bad, I'd be like, oh yeah, she's with me. Where did this giant monster
2: uh, yeah. <laughs> and this Amazonian warrior
0: come from? Hey, uh, we were just shit, over our minds. <laughs> oh, oh. uh, all right, so, yeah. uh, so Justice League. I actually haven't uh, seen Justice League. I heard it was messed up. Really, well,
1: really?
2: Yeah, Justice League was all over the place. It's kind of understandable because you had Zack Snyder and then they brought in Joss Whedon. And those two people are not going to work well together
0: it was just like
1: I don't know why uh, they they
0: like, keep and I mean he we've, mentioned, we've mentioned we've mentioned this
1: before pretty sure everybody in the world has mentioned like why would you make that movie before you've established those characters individually like funny yeah like like <laughs> no nobody ca- like it's the first like it's like overload like you're getting introduced to the flash you're getting introduced to cyborg you're getting introduced to um Aquaman and you're just like oh like it, it, man this seems like three episodes of like of a tv show and then the fourth episode being a big fight and then the movie's over and and you're like wow
2: you could do a justice league movie and make it work the there's proof of that because they did a hour and a half long special to introduce the justice league cartoon you knew batman you knew superman and then everybody else just kind of shows up but i mean it's not going to work as well in a movie but they could have
0: pulled it off but, but they, they I feel like, like most of these heroes are well known enough that we don't yes, need their That uh-huh, so, 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 so,
1: like when I watch, when you watch like the, the DC animated movies, which are all excellent, like, yeah, they're uh-huh. almost so good. Like I, yeah. there's even the ones that I watched. I'm like, I didn't really like that. Even the ones that I watched, that I'm not a huge fan, like. I wasn't a huge fan of Red Sun, but I was yeah. like, I would still watch that a million times before I watched the, the live action ones. The thing that they do is is they do exactly what you said. Like, they know that their audience knows who these characters are. So, like, if that's the route you're going to go, if you're just going to throw all of them in there, assume that. And just have them come in yeah. and, and have their their interactions with each other <laughs> explain a little bit to each other. Like, hey, who the heck are you? But we all know who Cyborg is. Yeah. Hey, who the yeah. heck are you? But and, we all know who the Flash is. And yeah. have them just meet each other.
0: And I think we've seen in the last couple, in the last decade, a lot of movies that have been like, okay, we're going to give our audience the benefit of a doubt and assume that this incredibly popular character yeah. is well-known. And that like, if people don't know who it is, it won't impact their movie viewing yeah. too much. So po- Detective Pikachu yeah, did definitely. that. It was just yeah. like, yeah, these are Pokemon. Uh, Spider-Man in the, the MCU. Spider-Man and the MCU. Sonic the Hedgehog. They're just like, these characters are here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Done. You you know their origin.
1: You know where they came from. And if you don't, you don't need to. Yeah. And Spider-Man in the MCU is, is a great example because you still get everybody else reacting to him and him get, getting to explain a little bit to them. But, like, you skip... It's like, man, you everybody... Like, Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben dies. He, like, oh, great power, grace, great responsibility, blah, Like, you know, all, the, all and, the origin stuff. And it's like, yeah. let's just skip all that. He gets introduced to everybody. And that's how we I Do and, that with all the, the DC and, characters. And technically,
0: Batman v Superman did not have a Batman origin story. Well, actually, okay. they did it, it, open with
2: the death of his parents, him falling into a cave.
0: Okay, they did it really quickly, though. Yeah. They they pretty much they more or less assumed you knew who Batman was. Uh, So just get out of the DC. Anything else on the DC? No, it's terrible. Stop it. Bad Shazam and Wonder Woman were good. Aquaman haven't seen but heard it was fun.
2: Well, and we'll see like if Justice League was originally supposed to be a decent movie when Zack Snyder releases his cut on HBO Max later. I'm kind I of don't excited.
1: I change it that much. Zach I don't Snyder, know. I don't know
0: why people keep letting Zack Snyder make comic with movies he doesn't You're make still going to have
1: movie. Superman with a mustache. He makes, CGI'd really, away. He makes really flashy. But he's going to be in a black <laughs> suit. It's going to be completely different. I, I, I will say I'm a little excited <laughs>
0: for Matt Reeves' Batman, which is supposed to focus more on his detectiveness, Yes, none of the live action Batman has done in. We'll see how that goes. Dark Knight um, handled it. It's hey, it's it's a uh, sparkly vampire, Robert Patterson. I know. I think he's a good actor. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was good. Yeah, <clears throat> I, I'm not going to blame him, him for being Batman. in Twilight. I can't blame him for being in a garbage movie. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's to- I think it's totally unfair to see an actor in a really bad movie and say, well, that actor's terrible.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, and that was the thing. Like, pe- people didn't like Ben Affleck's casting. It's like, well, there was that Daredevil movie, <laughs> oh, but. <God. laughs> Wasn't
1: that yeah, his like fault, you said, though? It's that was not his fault. We should we should just be forced to watch that movie if we ever like make a mistake in life. Like, now you have to sit down and watch Daredevil. Like, or, or, was, oh, or Halle Berry's It It's so awkward. Like, that movie has so many awkward parts where you're just kind of like, <laughs> like You're like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, so, that's kind of... I mean, Lego Batman, which we've touched on a few times. So good. But I think one of the things that is so great about the character is you can go all the way from Lego Batman... 1966 campy kind of fun and give him the same origin story or and then go all the way over to the dark knight where he's this tough gritty kind of grounded vigilante and all of it still works just because the basic archetype of the character is it's very simple and you can kind of adapt it to anything so there's kind of a batman out there for everybody yeah and uh, i think we have touched on most of the main stuff
0: and that batman is adam west (laughs) yep (laughs) adam west batman Ah, he was great all right so, that's most of the movies, uh, Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, were fantastic. Obviously, they didn't focus on Batman, but he's pretty good. What about video
1: somewhere. games? Yeah. Injustice, uh, video Injustice games. 2?
0: Yeah, Injustice. Uh, the Arkham series.
2: If you guys haven't played those games or read those comics, it's a great version of Batman. It's a good version of Superman. Mm-hmm. If they made that movie, there oh, would actually be a good reason for Batman and Superman
0: to fight each other. Yeah. Like, Although, the, um, the, <laughs> I just love they were like, okay, well... Like sitting down, like okay, well, how can we have Batman and Superman fight and uh, like fist fight and and Superman not punch everyone's head off, or Harley Quinn and, and and Grundy fist fight and or not be smashing the pole? All right, well, Superman developed these pills that make everyone as strong as he is because that's not a bad idea. <laughs> and then the resistance stole them all. Oh Super no! Drugs. <laughs> Who could have received this? was that? In? That's injustice. injustice. That's, that's the yeah. that's the that's the reason behind why they why they can go toe to toe in in fights is because Not Superman, the video the, game. Th- yeah, yeah video. that is the video game. They make yeah. these, Superman makes these pills that make everyone who takes them as strong as he is, so he can make an army of himself. It doesn't explain why Green Arrow still uses his bow and arrow while he's on those, and why does. Does. and why and why it's still effective. And why it's still effective? <laughs> the Batarangs took the pills too. What happens if Superman takes the pills? We don't know. <laughs> I, I also I also like. Uh, how sympathetic they made Harley Quinn in Injustice, and that she's yeah. like, he's tweaking Green Arrow about all his all his names for his things. He's yeah. like, well, "This is the Arrow Cave." The she Arrow Cave we should have called it the quiver. It's like it's actually better. <laughs> yeah, she should
2: have. Um, they basically kind of make her into like a new Robin almost. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a really
0: cool story. Yeah, it's 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 a great story. And isn't um, I haven't? I've, I'm only familiar with the the plot of the first Injustice, the second one Brainiac's the bad guy.
1: Um, I actually have not played through the second. So, so the second one, yes, Brainiac is the ultimate, bad guy, the but, ultimate but it, bad guy. But it's the same deal. It's like it's living in like this world where Superman is. Um, it, it mainly follow, follows Kara, like like yeah. Supergirl. Mm-hmm. So she comes to Earth, and and she meets uh, Wonder Woman and Black she post, Adam. She posts bail for, and <laughs> they they are basically just like, hey, like like stay in in the dark until like until the time is right. And so they're still like making strikes and stuff and batman's still trying to harvest everybody up there's a few of them like from the first for the first injustice that have kind of like re- renounced their allegiance to ba- uh, superman side and are kind mm-hmm. of just like essentially like on home arrest like they can't use their powers anymore like like barry is one of them how's one of them has been exiled yeah. like and and so it's about how what those characters do coming back it's about what the what the you know the bad guys essentially do as far as like gorilla Grodd is uh you know running his brotherhood or whatever and it's like a bunch of people and then batman's got like a mole within them and you don't know who it is until late like the whole series and then at the end it's like yeah brainiacs coming back so they're trying to figure out what they need to do and he's got like like uh blue beetle and starfire are are like protecting mm-hmm. the. Superman the whole time, so they're they're trying to figure out: do we let this guy go because Brainiac's stacking? Nobody's telling us what to do. They're both kind of young, yeah. And so like, it's a it's a super cool story. Like the whole and like it's about Kara, obviously being really you know, close with Superman, but then also realizing he's kind of crazy now, <laughs> and then kind of bailing, and they're, they have a big fight, and like, oh, it's just it's great.
2: And you yeah. know, that led. The Injustice comics also crossed over with He-Man. If you're interested <laughs> in that, uh, okay. What? Superman's weakness is magic, so they go to an alternate reality and find
0: somebody magic to come beat him up. And, and he said, "Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. have you seen that?" And he said, uh, Please "Tell me you've seen that." I have not seen that. Oh my gosh! There's a He-Man cover of a Fournon on Blonde song of what's going on. I'm showing it to you after. All right, first, and we're closing. I'm closing out with that song. Very <laughs> this cool. It's happening. But, but yeah,
1: Injustice is great. Yeah, uh, I so, could I could so, watch all those cinematics as a movie. Oh yeah, yeah. so I thought over, it was great. Right games suggested.
0: games it's a good it's a solid fighting game from the same guys who did uh, Mortal Kombat. So mm-hmm. uh, if you played a mortal not, uh, if you played Mortal Kombat games since Mortal Kombat Nine, which is when they rebooted uh-huh. in the series, it, it's a, it's completely it identical. Yeah. It's yeah. completely yeah. identical. The clash system is stupid. It's like uh, here bet a random number and then something will happen? Question mark.
1: Mm-hmm. So that's in the first injustice. Yeah, right? I, don't, I yeah, don't. know if they that, or, like, I haven't that's like basically like wasting your energy. Like you can either waste like one, <laughs> yeah. two, or three, and yeah. like if you waste three, yeah. then that means you have a better chance of. Yeah, you're yeah. essentially it's, just it's, like betting.
0: It's not great. Also, they they made this the super cutscenes unskippable, which was bad because they yeah. they're like long and they're really not. They're just cool, about.
1: and especially in Injustice Two. Oh, like, they're, they're cool, really but, cool but
0: when you're trying to do a fight and it takes off like at yeah. health bar, so you can see it three more times in the same fight. Yeah.
2: Well, they um
0: uh Oh, <laughs> Okay, I'm
2: back. <laughs> Batman Arkham, really great video game yep. series. Oh, Bring back. Uh, oh, hold
0: on. Let me let me say one or two things on Injustice. Real okay, quick? I understood right why he why Superman kills Joker. So spoilers, spoilers for uh, what, I it's right at the beginning of the first. It's, one. Yeah, it's really it's old now. now, and it's also really old now. Superman. Uh, so Joker gases, scarecrow gases, Superman something something, something like along that. those lines, yeah. and basically makes Superman think he's fighting Doomsday, but it's actually Lois Lane. So he kills Lois Lane, who is pregnant, yep. and then tied a nuke to Lois Lane's heartbeat. So when Lois Lane dies, Metropolis gets nuked. And so then Superman kills Joker. And you're like, yeah. And then Superman's like, and therefore I am now the God King of Earth. Kneel before me, humans. I'm like, okay, I understand why he would be broken by that, but I, I, I don't understand the reaction of, and I get he blames Batman too. That makes so, everything makes sense until he's like, I the way I feel about Killmonger. Mm-hmm. Everything
1: makes sense until it's like, and therefore... Well, no, Batman... <laughs> I mean, Superman's thing, and especially in, like, you see this more in Injustice 2, he's, he's, like, he's trying to run... Wait, do you see it in the beginning of it? Yeah, so the beginning of Injustice 2 shows you how... Batman like traps or, like basically captures Superman I believe. Mm-hmm. and he's just like offing people in the prison like like he's just killing killing like all the prison mates like like that are like horrible people yeah, yeah and he's yeah. Like, he's, like, he's like no Bruce like these people like like they, they like we don't want them to make that decision we want to kill them before they make the decision yeah and
0: I, okay. I understand if he would do that he'd be like well I'm just gonna start killing the villains but not I'm going to take over the whole world that's I think, just but his whole purpose like in, in,
1: in uh, taking uh, over the world is in, he's like Justice Lords it's it's like Red Sun where yeah, he, Red he's Sun. basically just saying the world needs to be better. Uh, If you're not going to do that, we're going to kill you. And so he has got good motives, but you can't you can't you do this I, I get like, that I feel like,
0: you know. like it he jumps, he goes from A to B so fast. I feel like he starts with Killing Joker, and it should there should have been so I mean I realize for the video game purposes they can't. But I feel like there should have been an escalation no, of no, that makes he sense. takes over a little bit and he's like, well, look how well look how even well, with crime, I, I should take over the whole I world. I think
2: that's and I think that's what that they basically do five years of those comics. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that's kind of where, where it goes And
1: or yeah. no, he, he takes over pretty quickly. Yeah, but also yeah. that that's the whole but that's that's the thing that Batman hinges on constantly, and like that's the proof of where he's like as soon as you kill somebody then your whole entire philosophy changes yeah and that's why he's like even if it's the worst person ever the second you do it you become like Superman where you say well now we're okay with killing people well now let's just apply this to everybody I'm fine I'm not gonna hurt you I'm a good guy I'm here to help you but like if you're screwing up like we're going to kill you
0: and I do get I do get the concept of like the first kill is the hardest, and then it becomes easier after that. Right. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I don't agree with the idea that, oh, if you kill someone, then you instantly become like, I have to kill everyone. You don't right. suddenly gain yeah. well, all this bloodlust. It's also
1: different that it's, know, like, his wife and it's his kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. he's also just, no, like, no, no, no. distraught. No, no. And then he's, I, I, he I totally murdered them and
2: by his own hand, even yeah. though it wasn't his fault, yeah. and then his entire city. I mean, yeah, they yeah, totally so it takes away Superman's, It creates, like, I, I the most
1: think... a crazy emotional moment to yeah. be like, this would snap a Superman." And he yeah. also but, does but... it wall on fear gas. You yeah, know? yeah, sure, like... sure, sure.
0: But see, just just from you know what I think about Superman's personality, I think Superman, this is me just being speculative, would pull a Mr. Manhattan, Dr. Manhattan, and just dip. Be like, I'm done with it.
1: Yeah, like and go into depression. If yeah. you, just, if just you want, I can see that. I can see that.
2: You wanna see that story? Uh Kingdom Come, that excellent uh Justice League. That's story. the one that has the crazy realistic art, right? Yeah. It's yeah, it's done by Alex Ross. Um that and Justice. Uh there's also a great series by anything Alex Ross does is super realistic. He always does it off of uh Actual photos of, like, people he knows and stuff. But wow. uh, the art is amazing, but that's basically what happens. Something terrible happens, and Superman just retires. And then it's,
0: like, the story of him coming back. Yeah. And there's a lot of really great moments yeah, yeah. in that. Um, um, but then, but so, so that I can get around. I think I, I have issues with it, but I, you know, I understand why that happened. What I don't understand is why Wonder Woman is on Superman's side, like, 100%. Because everyone else is kind of like, well... I think he's right. I'm not 100 percent on board with what he's doing, but was just like hell yeah. Wonder Woman. Well, it's, like it's because devil, and and, you know? and no, here's why. She wanted that super booty. <laughs>
1: well, it no, mm-hmm. it's because like and and even in Justice Two, like like she you get to see this because Scarecrow does the fear gas on her, and you realize that her greatest fear was that she corrupted Su- Superman, mm-hmm. and she's like shoot, like and she has that deep in her heart, like that she's like dang it, like I, it was me because because she has always kind of been like. Do I even want to protect this place? Earth is kind of crazy, yeah. and like, and, and and so when Superman says, "Hey, I've got this new idea," and and it does kind of tug on her on on the like the fear that she has, like like man's not redeemable, and so she's like, "Well, oh, let, like let's go with that," and then she's really caught into the, the idea that like, all right, this is working, like like we are mm-hmm. this is this was the right way to go because because like that proved it. Like Clark killed his wife; he killed all these people with a nuke. Like this is proving it. We're gonna make a better place. Well, he even did, if people the Joker did he, right, yeah. but but that's that like like the, the, the whole thing is that. Those two characters... Well, specifically her, I think that made sense. I do... Like, it is true that it seems like her character had turned into, like, more of a douche. Like, I, I, should I spoil things in Injustice 2 or should I just stop talking about it? Whatever. I think... Yeah, go ahead. Uh, she, she, like, kills Harley Quinn in, in, in oh. Injustice 2. Like, oh. just, just stabs her, Damn. like, with her sword. And so, like, she, like... Like, those character defects where I'm like, alright. Like, she's seeming a little menacing. I understand her taking Clark's side and being like, okay, this is the way I've always wanted to do things anyways. But, like yeah
0: okay mm-hmm. but just um oh, i forgot what i was supposed to say
1: yeah no i think i think she was just thirsty yeah <laughs> she wanted just,
0: that she wanted that super booty <laughs> so two other really great batman game series yes
2: uh, you've got batman arkham genesis. series no wait. which is <laughs> the uh, nes batman <laughs> i played a lot of the sega genesis batman animated series video game but there's some uh there's some
0: there's some bad duty batman yeah <laughs> but, but arkham um, is fantastic
2: arkham Really great story, good fight system. He definitely is killing people constantly all throughout it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, they're uncut no,
2: they're dead. Especially like, in the taser- third one where you're just tasering them by running them over with a Batmobile. Yeah. And they're
0: and it's not like they're just like, oh, flop it. They're fl- they're like team rocket just going bah! You're like
1: you're, they are so dead. <laughs> you're
2: shooting them with a gun
1: that you use to pierce walls, but it has a rubber bullet, so they're okay. <laughs> also, just okay. like the extent it's... that you have to beat them for them to get knocked unconscious is like... There's like all these face punches, and then it's like, boom, kick their face into a brick wall, and then they're like, they're finally... It's like, nah, you killed them. The
0: big guys, you've tased them like four times, too. Also, that that bad explosive that can break through brick walls. Yeah, no, that's just not. Oh, the, yeah. the, the, the the gel. Exploded. Exploded he only uses a tiny, space. tiny bit. You know, but yeah, um. <laughs> I love the and and the combat it, it started with Arkham Asylum, right? And that combat system was revolutionary and kind of took over a lot of for a long time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All the all the generic sandbox games were using mm-hmm. that fight system. A fight, fight, fight! Counter. Shadow mm-hmm. of
2: Mordor. Shadow of Mordor uses it. Um,
0: the, the Mad Max game. Assassin's it. Creed has gotten that way. Assassin's Creed, although Assassin's Creed had that from from two, but it wasn't nearly as nuanced. Yeah. The
2: newer Spider Man is very much yeah, that. Spider Man's done that, um, but yeah, combat system was really an innovative. Really great story. Really great story. Yeah. Really good voice cast. Yeah, um,
0: and and they did a really good job making things definitive. They weren't mm-hmm. like er, and they're all going to come back in the next game. Yeah, yeah. And it's a great Batman Joker story. Oh yeah. Um,
1: yeah, that's, that's uh, City, Arkham City, is like and, is like primary, like that story. The twists
0: in that are just, you yeah, really, really don't good. see them coming. So, so if I were to rank them, I would go <laughs> almost in order. I would go, Arkham Asylum's the best, then Arkham City, even though I think Arkham City has, they really did it, they improved a lot on these, the combat systems from mm-hmm. uh, Arkham Asylum, but Arkham Asylum's really tightly designed. Yeah. And Arkham City, it's a
1: little loosey-goosey.
0: And the the concept of what is a riddle kind of goes down a little later, and then uh, Arkham Knight, which I thought was good, and then Arkham Origins was kind of was yeah. okay.
2: I would go basically the same way, except I'd flip the first two. I like City a little like bit City? better. Yeah, um, I think just story wise, because I didn't like the end of Arkham Asylum where you I fight Joker. Oh yeah, Hulk. Yeah, that
0: was a trash. That was a trash. <laughs> but um, so so I actually I played them. I you know I. Christmas, I was like, you know what I haven't played in a long time? The Arkham games. So I played through all of them, and I hadn't played right. through Night. I played through all of them in chronological order. So I did Origins, then Asylum, then... And Asylum is just so tightly designed. Uh, I think just from a video game standpoint, I think that's the, the most solid ones. The rest of them kind of sprawl, especially because you, you get more into the open world, it just starts to sprawl a little too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. And the Arkham Asylum that. has some really, really good moments. It has some really low... The, the lowest moments are probably Killer Croc, Mm-hmm. Which is like tip, 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 batarang, tip, tip, do, It's just like.
2: Bane fights pretty rough too. And then that yeah. translates into the Joker fight at the end. Yeah, yeah, which is
1: just What was for for City? What was the main boss at the end? Clayface. Um,
2: yeah, yeah, you you end up fighting Clayface. I fight Clayface. Um oh, but man. you also have Joker and Hugo Strange. Yeah. yeah. Like the primary antagonist.
0: Yeah, yeah they're so. the primary antagonists, but like the final the big the final boss fight is Clayface. Okay, okay. But
1: there are some really good ones um i I've played that some, and Origins. Are the only two I've played. They did some good played.
0: DLC for
2: those two. Yeah, I think yeah, you yeah. got there's a really good Mr. Freeze fight. And yeah, I think yeah. All the games. Oh yeah, yeah. Mr. the, the, the Freeze. Mr. Freeze
0: fight in the City was really, really good. good. Yeah. Because every time you 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 have to take him down like it's eight tough. Eight like, eight to ten times. I remember him. And every taking time a long you do time, it, every time learns. you do it, you can't. He he's like, well, you're not gonna do that again. So if you like pop out of the vent and do an event takedown, yeah. He ice's old events. Yeah. It's it, it. That was that was I think probably the best boss fight they've had in the entire series. It was just mm-hmm. really really well designed, super fun, super tense. Because you're like, oh. What? How am I going to take him down now? He he blocked all that off. Like, got Wait, what other takedowns do I have? So it really made you use all of the yeah. tools that you had. So I thought that was that was excellent. Uh, the Riddler stuff just got like
1: I never I, I stopped even much. doing them. Like, yeah. I remember like, like, like a little side Ar- quest, and I'm like in, in city you didn't have to do them, so I was like, yeah, oh, but okay. if you don't do
2: them, you don't get the real ending. Well, in Arkham Knight, you know, riddles become uh, Mario Races. Kart levels <laughs> and robot fights. That was so weird. Yeah, and the Batmobile. All of them are designed so the Batmobile can control the course.
0: Yeah, right? Uh, which, th- those were fun, but it was like, what is the Riddler doing? He's out of his element. Yeah. He's lost it. Um, but the character designs were all really great, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um,
2: Scarecrow was awesome in the last game. Scarecrow was awesome. Just really good, really good use. The Scarecrow scenes in Arkham Asylum were amazing, um, where you go, like, he's larger than life because you're affected yeah. by the fear gas. All really that good stuff.
0: makes you uh, I think Sorry,
2: I'm I think the last the, there's one other game series I'm going to recommend I don't know if either of you guys have played it but it's Batman the Telltale oh the series. Telltale ones I've uh, heard those three are pretty good they're really good it's basically a choose your own adventure movie yeah um, I was gonna say it's not
1: really like a game it's more just like a comic I mean, right? well, yeah it's yeah, an there's,
2: interactive
0: story yeah it's yeah. an
2: interactive story like they do some really cool stuff the first one I enjoyed a lot there's a lot of subversion you get to see like some like 2 Face, Catwoman are in there and depending on the choices you make they can go different ways um, like a telltale like all telltale games there is base like a basic narrative that you end up at no matter what the second game uh is really cool the second episode yeah the second episode because um, that's when you really you meet a proto version of the joker in the first game and then the second game is basically the joker's origin story as influenced by you as batman and or bruce wayne and the depending on the choices you make that can go two really different ways mm. it ends up really cool either way i I don't want to spoil it too much but it's really solid story it was something they uh weren't afraid to do something a little bit different in both games solid payoff i'd say playing through at least once is definitely uh, but yeah it's it's more like watching an
0: interactive movie but yeah they're a lot of fun that that pretty much pretty much covers it a lot of batman batman is a lot of fun he's the man so
2: i'm gonna i'm gonna throw it run down through a few recommendations really quick I yeah, thought yeah. about. Um, if you want to know more about the history of Batman uh, I've watched three really cool documentaries um, one's called, it's from 2005 it's called Legends of the Dark Knight, A History of Batman it's basically um, interviews with uh, Kevin Smith, Stan Lee, Frank Miller, uh, Paul Dini and Bruce Tim who did the animated series. What did Stan Lee have to do with that? Uh, he is in comic books and they got him to come by and talk about Batman.
0: Huh. Well there you go
2: he actually, at one point, did write his own version of Batman and the rest of the Justice League. Pretty interesting. But, basically, he was just a famous face that they brought in. The whole thing's narrated by Mark Hamill. Oh. Um, But also get in, like, some other writers, Denny O'Neill, Jeff Johns. It's a really good, kind of comprehensive history of the character up until 2005. Yeah. And then um, there's another documentary, uh, Batman and Bill. It's available on Hulu. I think it's actually a Hulu original goes back and kind of, when Bob Kane created Batman, I touched on this earlier, he kind of took sole credit for it, but uh, Bill Finger is another guy who works really solidly on it, came up with a lot of concepts, and kind of tells, like, the secret origin of Batman, Really interesting watch, and then one that actually Warner Brothers just put it up for free on YouTube. It's called Batman: The Animated Series, The Heart of Batman, and it's basically everybody that was involved in the series, about an hour and a half long, talking about how the show came together. and It's just it's a really interesting watch. If you're interested in the history of Batman, I'd recommend all three of those documentaries. Uh, if you're Wanting to just watch like a really solid Batman movie or origin story, I talked about Mask of the Phantasm in one of our last episodes. I'm not going to go into that too much here, but I feel like that's kind of everything Batman distilled into like an hour and a half.
1: (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. We talked about Batman: The Brave and the Bold, some of the other stuff. They're also most of
0: the most of the ones on um, most of the animated movies that have Batman on DC are Mm -hmm. are all solid. Now there are some weird ones. Batman nin- uh Batman Samurai you watched or Batman Ninja? Batman Ninja. Watched I have not yet. watched that one yet. It's it's so absurdly anime. I don't but I really don't want to give anything away. It's i don't think you got experience. I
2: love Batman and I love anime. It's been on my list for a while you but... you'll
0: enjoy. It. It's it's beyond bizarre. At but, the end you're going to be like, "Okay, what what was that?" <laughs> no, 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 no. It it starts off pretty normal. Like they get thrown back in time and they're in feudal Japan and mm-hmm. so they're they you know uh the villains all establish their own regions and take over but then the the second half again i'm not gonna spoil it the second half goes it, off the rails it goes in into an a very way. different it goes from like ninja anime to a very different uh genre of anime and you'll know exactly what anime what genre it is as soon as it happens <laughs> but again i don't want to spoil it it's not right. it's not it's <laughs> it's so bizarre <laughs>
2: if you batman yeah. all the dc animated movies are really solid. solid uh some of my favorites are year 1 mm-hmm. uh, the dark knight returns cool. if you want to watch you want to do like an animated batman uh movie night watch 3 i would say dark year 1 watch watched under the red hood and then dark knight returns that's kind of like a cool a makeshift trilogy mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. if you're really interested in batman animation uh batman the brave and the bold's really solid if you're looking really for something solid. for kids it's, it's a, a lot great of introduction to the dc universe yeah. um batman's really awesome in young justice oh yeah um, he's Which, not a main justice character but he's a really awesome supporting character and there's a lot of robin in young justice yeah as well. yeah and then uh, one that gets overlooked a lot is called The Batman. It oh, The Batman, yeah. That came we didn't out. talk about The Batman. It the came Batman. out after uh, Batman the Animated Series. It was done by the, the same Batman.
0: guys who did uh, Jackie Chan. Yeah. So you'll recognize the art style if you ever watched Jackie Chan Adventures. Uh,
2: that's the one where, uh, oh my word, I'm blanking. Batman 66.
0: Adam West. Adam
2: West, West comes back. I believe he voices the mirror in that
0: one. Yeah, yeah, he's in there. Uh, uh, it's really solid. The first season is a little slow.
2: Yeah, but it's a really interesting progression yeah. basically you start out and the theme song for it is amazing it's this really creepy Batman theme yes, but they do a, the Batman and it starts off Batman is on his own just with Alfred there's actually detectives trying to take him down and it goes through throughout the course of five seasons it goes from Batman being a loner on one side of the law to introducing Commissioner Gordon then he gets sidekicks in the last season it, it like does the whole DC Universe Justice League yeah. it's a really good yeah, yeah, yeah. like condensed like DC Universe yeah. from Batman's perspective yeah it doesn't
0: really it, it's really solid and especially the later seasons get really cool let's see and I'm going to talk a little bit more about this
2: on uh, my blog but if you're looking to get into Batman I would, there's three things I would say to check out for recommended reading um, Joker's Boner
0: <laughs> don't, obvious. Google, don't
2: Google that <laughs> <laughs> obviously uh, but If you're really looking to get into the character, I'd say check out Batman Year One by Frank Miller. Um, Definitive origin story for Batman. You can follow that up with a comic called Batman The Long Halloween. It's basically the sequel to that. A lot of the same supporting cast moves on into it. But you introduce all of Batman's rogues gallery really organically. And then they do a sequel to that called Dark Victory, which introduces Robin. And by the time you've read through those three, you basically have a really solid grasp on all of
0: the main supporting cast of Batman. Okay, it is oh. uh, it is Batman number sixty six. That is the issue you want to go look. Batman number sixty six. <laughs> this and I quote: "This emphasis on boners has given me an idea for a new invention in crime. Gotham City will rule the day." It mentioned the word boner. And
1: they have. There's only since. one thing to do.
0: We've got to get the Joker before he gets to us. Let's continue our study. Of the great voters of all time. This is the actual dialogue. Someone didn't edit this in. Please go read this. That, if you want to know what Batman is about, Batman number 66, I think you encapsulates it perfectly. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. But yeah uh, Batman, cool. I think, is... Uh, he's it, Like you said before, he covers this, the entire spectrum of superheroes. Goofy, campy, serious, gritty... And everything in between. Yeah. And so I think there, there's a Batman out there for everyone and it's in Batman 66. Yep. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, well. Cool. Good yeah. Good show, guys. Good show. All right, let's wrap this up. So, uh, Greg, where can people find you?
1: Um, if you want to get in contact with me uh, on Facebook, you can find me at Chapter One Films. Uh, also, if you want to find me Online, you can go to my website, chapter one films.biz. You can email me Greg at chapter1films.biz, um, or find me on Instagram at chapter underscore, O-N-E underscore films.
0: We gotta get to a Twitter.
1: Yeah. I feel like I would just like get sucked into a black hole.
0: Yeah, fair enough. The Greg again. Other Greg, Grace, where can people
2: find you? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at comics exile. Or comic exile. You I always say comics yeah. exile, but well, it's that's comic what exile. that's what it originally was going to be. Anyway, long story. But comic exile, no S, and then you can find me I my blog at comics dot My word, <laughs> um, but and yeah, if you check this out, check that out. By the time this goes up, I should have a really
0: definitive recommended reading list for Batman up there on up on there as well. I'm bailing at my blog. <laughs> you can find me on twitter at holy golem uh, you can if you want to tell us about your favorite batman moment or you know your least favorite batman moment or any anything you love about love or hate about batman uh, or if you think we were wrong about anything hey uh, shoot us a line dearly debated at gmail.com or tweet us at dearly debated until next time I am the knight Martha, Martha? and we apologize to we, all the Marthas out there we love you but, uh, why did you say that name? <laughs> See ya. Bye. And so to get it. was in my head. And I, 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 dilly, 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 dilly.